listening to a Cool Truth Podcast production. Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. with us and you can hear somebody in the background <laughs> the one and only the professor the wild house mr white house what is what's up, going brother? on and kids are just getting yelled at because it's time to go to bed so that's what's <laughs> going on in in my household at the moment. that's all right brother but good Real evening life. fellas good evening good evening how are you feeling sir good 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 uh, good day every hear. day new day Awesome. And of course, the executive producer himself, the Hollywood writer, Blading for True Zone, the one and only Hollywood Jeff Edwards. My brother, how are you? What's up, guys? Nice to be here with you on a Thursday yeah. evening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, we, got, we got a fair amount. We got to actually we have a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, we got some Forbidden Door, some Dynamite. You know, we haven't really talked about Collision, so there's a lot of ways we could go. We also have Money in the Bank coming up this weekend. So, uh, a lot of areas to step into. Um, but last week, I got to get some thoughts on this. Uh, he just killed his mic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, he's back. Oh, I have to say goodnight to Jackson, fellas. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, no worries. I, I wasn't sure if Fauci was taking over your mic this time. So I was, <laughs> I was a little nervous. Speaking of him, that's the question I wanted to ask you, though. And I, I don't know if he's going to be on tonight. You never know. He just jumps in. He's got, like, a direct line. I saw this new AI feature on Skype. We we feel like he might have something to do with it, but rather here nor there, he called you a uh, part of the woman genitalia last week. Would you like to respond, sir? He did. Yes, he did. White House. You and Stames, by the way. Uh, yeah, they called. Yeah, he called you both pussies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I was I was gonna let it go, but you know, you just gotta poke that bit. I know, yeah, I know. I got yeah, I got to prod you know, a little bit. You know, it's just getting up. Um, I had a I had a uh, procedure uh, on, in Fairfax, and I live in Stafford, so it's about an hour drive. 
but in D D DMV traffic, you know, getting up quarter to five to get out of the house by uh, five thirty. So I got to be at the hospital for seven for a nine o'clock procedure. So that is why my butt was in bed by like nine. But here's the thing. Give me that mic. Give me that. Here's the thing. White House. It's not like I could have slept anyway because you know how many times my goddamn phone was dinging with texts (laughs) from you two ass clowns? I had 72. (laughs) Fauci move. Fauci move. (laughs) Was that forbidden door night? Uh, I don't know. I don't have to go back and look. Maybe it's collision. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Might have been. (laughs) White House, listen to me If you ever need anything I could get you to Red Eye You call me, you call Fauci I'll hook you up DMV traffic, gone <laughs> Believe it I'll get you where you need to go Fauci, oh my god it goes. How you doing, White House? Oh, I'm doing alright, doing alright you know, so Mama's good you know, I, I I said my Hail Marys in hopes that we didn't have to hear your lovely voice this evening, but had a well, feeling. Hail Mary didn't work, I guess, oh. tonight. Hey, oh. hey, White House, did you ever thank Fauci for saving you? <laughs> What's who, what? What does he want to say to me? Oh, I I asked him if he was going to thank you for saving him. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. Hey, hello, are you there, White House? Yeah, but you know what, though, you want to thank me? You, know, you may have Is that what I'm hearing? Me. Well, I went I went a whole four weeks without. Uh, COVID, in yes, my right without, arm, so I could without, without, without the COVID, yes. <laughs> well, at least he didn't get the monkeypox. I mean, thank God. Oh, the monkeypox are terrible. Monkey, uh, no, no yeah. monkeypox for me. Fa- Fa- uh, get, hand Fauci to Mike real quick. I have a Fauci. question for him. Right, yeah, what? Yeah. All right, Fauci. Okay. Before, I'm here. Before, hey, AC, I'm here. Before we let you go, I don't know if there's yeah. any truth to the rumor, uh, but uh, you you know a lot about this medical stuff and everything else. Oh, boy, Adam, do I. Adam Cole misses a match mm. on Saturday. He's sick. He's or cover Sunday. It's a cover Sunday. Up. Uh, and then his girlfriend, Britt Baker, I know misses I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. You have an explanation. Yes, I do. Canada? It's a cover-up. Cover it's up. a cover-up, AC. Cover-up so what? So, so here's the, co- here's the, here's the problem. They didn't say the current ailment Adam Cole has, correct? No, they didn't. No, no, they sick. did not. I'm doing the air quotes, guys. He's sick, right? Okay, let's do some math here. Sunday to Sunday would be seven. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is another three. We're gonna see the DMD next Wednesday. That's a ten day total. Am I correct about that? Yeah. COVID. <laughs> they didn't want to spread the COVID, and they didn't want to do a scare. Because somebody didn't wear the mask. No, here I am, AC. Again, I'm on the show. I'm saving lives. Nobody's listening to Fauci. Somebody wasn't wearing the mask Sunday, obviously. (laughs) She's out 10 days with the COVID. Okay. Well, that, uh, I mean, maybe it is COVID. I mean, they are in Canada. It's more communist than the United States. So I can can take it a step further. Yeah, okay. Okay, here's, here's the problem Sting, who is. He's uh, what, what you call these, what did I say for the older population that has the, the pre-existings, right? The pre boomer. He's a boomer. He's probably got the asthma, all <laughs> of it. He's a little overweight, a little stout in the, in the pouch there, right? This guy not wearing the mask. He paints the face. It's not as, the same as the mask, right? 
Chips is toot. At the forbidden, <laughs> uh, no, at, at the dynamite. For, Chips is toot. Probably went to see the DMD. Uh, add two and two together. COVID. <laughs> there it is. Right. Guys, All I got to right. go. I got to go. One more. Wait, hold on, show. hold on. I got one more. One more. One more. R- RFK said he sued you and he won. Is there any truth to that? All right, guys, I got to go. Uh, it's been good <laughs> talking to you. Uh, I'll see you later. I got, you know, you got, you got hammered about a week or two ago Hammer. on the Joe Reagan show by, uh, by a Kennedy. Did you happen to listen to it? Ronald Reagan. Wait, what? Joe, oh, Rogan. Rogan, yes. Yeah, I, I don't spend my time on conspiracy theorists that don't believe that the COVID shot is real. I mean, that Democrat <laughs> really took you, to, took you to task, sir. That, he calls himself a Democrat. I say a Kennedy. <laughs> I'll leave it there, guys. See you later. Uh, yeah, later. Oh, Jesus. Uh, All right. There he goes. Cut his mic, Edwards. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Thank God. We don't want White House to develop another murmur here. No, no, we don't need that. No more. <laughs> oh, what, what a great segue. Yeah, so the mystery yes. of Adam Cole and Britt Baker's ailments is not solved by any of that. Uh, although I... I kind of think he might have been onto something. Canada, COVID. Yeah. I, I, I mean, COVID's probably still a thing with Trudeau, so it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's still a thing with MSNBC too, and uh, they're still attacking DeSantis. Who know? No, I and, did. I didn't watch the. Uh, and I know I'm like skipping ahead here on Dynamite, but yeah, I no, no, go ahead. I, I didn't watch the women's segment, but uh, Stames told me that Ruby actually said something like. Uh, uh, pick your head out of the toilet and listen when I say this. Yeah. To the DMD. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they have yeah, some kind of bug or stomach, something. Stomach virus or something. Yeah. Well, you know that that happens. I mean, in, in fairness, and in, in sports, you know, the guy gets the stomach virus. Yeah. And don't show up today because we don't want the whole fucking team to get it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if that's what's going on, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that's probably possible. Yeah, especially with those guys uh, from yeah, Japan. That was a, um, you never know was, what could happen. That match was a Owen Hart turning match, wasn't uh, it? Yes, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, that you're, they're not just going to cancel that for no reason. No, it was, yeah, just, it was just kind of ironic and funny that his match gets canceled and then her match gets canceled. You yep. know, yep. just well, ironic. All right, but anyway, anyway, anyway. Any- before we before we get into Forbidden Door, because I think that's going to end up being bulk of the show. But uh, I. I mean, obviously, we all watch Collision. We don't have to get in like a ton of specifics, but uh, I mean, it, I know the ratings haven't been what you'd hope. I, I don't think they have been, but man, they actually put on a fucking wrestling show. I, 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 I blown away in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so first Collision, of course, it was you know fueled by Punk, big mm-hmm. return. People wanted to see. Uh, you know, what's he going to say about the elite and the uh, the fallout from All In and all that, or All Out. Uh, but yeah, the show, What we we tuned in for that, obviously, but what we got was night and day as far as the booking goes. Clean finishes, uh, you know, good, ma- well, I shouldn't say clean finishes, but uh, no, you know, faction involvement, yeah. run-ins, you know, all that yeah, kind no of shit. excessive run-ins. And, yep. and, and, you know, I'll say this and I'll kick the White House uh you guys are the punk guys more so than I am, and but who wanted who wouldn't want to see him with a live microphone in his hand in that spot mm-hmm. after you know 
basically 10 months of radio silence other than, you know, a couple Instagram posts or whatever. Uh, and I thought his promo was great. I actually liked, although the moment wasn't as special as his, you know, first, uh, I think it was Rampage when he first appeared, was like a very special moment, I think, to every wrestling fan. Like, even not a punk fan like me, I thought that was just like an amazing, like the outpouring of love, the whole thing. But that kind of morphed into this. Every show he was grabbing a microphone and I love you fans. I'm happy to be here. Blah, blah, blah. I want to wrestle the pillars. I wanted this. I wanted that. And this promo was more like, whether you like me or you don't, fuck you. I'm going to do what I do. Fuck you. And the elite, major fuck you. And I'm just like, yeah, he's just being real. Like mm-hmm. that, that was a kayfabe shoot. Kind of like there was definitely a lot of shoot in that, and I somewhat appreciate that given all the circumstances. And I am almost surprised that he's getting as much hate. He's getting a lot of love too. Don't get me wrong, but he's getting a lot more hate than I thought he would. I, I'm really surprised. The AEW cult following is it's it's much of a force, but it's very interesting because they are all in on. Guys like the Bucks and Orange Cassidy and Hangman Page and you, if you come at them, they come at you with a fury, and it's very interesting. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic uh, to uh, the AEW fan base. But White House, your thoughts? Well, he's getting the, he's getting the heat because he's a pander. He's he's consistent. If there's anything about that but, promo, but, but why would he? Who? That's not who he is, though. Exactly. It, if he exactly. pandered, I would crush him because I'd be like, oh, he's being, that's that's fake. Khan made him do it. He probably gave him extra money. Like, I would come up with scenarios the way he did. When I heard that, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty much what I expected. <laughs> but it was very good. Right. And and I liked it. Tell me tell me when I'm lying. Like, in that whole promo. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Right. Edward Love is cool. And, yeah, and, I love it. You know, <laughs> and, 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 I mean, he took, he took swings at the Bucks. And Page and oh, Omega he, specifically, he did. Especially the Bucks, though. He he, he did. So I mean, and 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 he took shots. And 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 what I love the follow up at Forbidden is he was still consistent. The Canadian crowd clearly booed him because it mm. was a yeah. elite fan base, and that's fine. You, you know, know what? I, I you know what? He, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. It. Let's just let's just jump right in. We'll we'll jump right into his match at um, yeah. at Forbidden Door with Kojima. Uh, cool. um, Kojima, uh, yes. Um, I and I, I don't want to take credit for this thought because I'm totally stealing it from uh, Bully because uh, I listened to their take on Busted Open, him and Mark Henry, uh, and he brought up a great point and I hadn't thought about it. Punk was gonna do clubbering time, and when he realized he was getting booed, he didn't do it. Mm. Yeah, and yep. I did not I pick up it. on that until they yep. said it. Yeah, and that see, I that's smiled. the next level shit with him. Yep. There, there's not a lot of an AEW like any other guy, even Jericho, uh, Jungle Boy, anybody. Even if they were getting booed, they would still come out the way they were. You know, their whole thing. Maybe Jericho. I shouldn't say that. Jericho probably would uh, call a quick audible on his own there. But most of the guys in that company would still, whatever they walked out that ramp to do, 
they would do it. And Punk is like, Clubber, oh, no, you're booing me? Fuck you. I'm not going to do it then. And I, it, it, it's it's that defiance. Uh, I mean, are you guys surprised that he got that much hate? In Tor- I, I, I mean, I don't know the dynamic of Toronto with him. Uh, it's Listen, it, he was WWE, so he's everywhere. Uh, I know Toronto's not an ROH city, but that really doesn't factor in that much with him anymore. Uh, I, I was, I mean, I thought he would get a mixed reaction, but I was surprised there was that much hate. I, I was expecting 50-50 at best. Mm-hmm. This this definitely was 70-80-20, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of that is Omega, Canadian. I mean, I granted well, it's not well, the same. That, you're right, you're right. It's not the same providence, but. He's still Canadian. Yeah, but he was I, way over. He was way over. You know, I, I, I think that plays a little bit into it. Yeah, and also, right. also, in the same token, I got no, uh, it's just my opinion. I got nothing, no facts to base this. Is I think, I think, T, I think Mr. TK is trying to create his own Brett and Sean with this. You know what I mean? I, I think he's playing that. Um, with, with Punk and Omega? Oh, yeah. You know, he's idiot. trying to, he'd be a fucking idiot not to. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 just just after that night, because uh, hearing hearing the booze when Brett when um CM Punk came out, all I all I had was flashbacks were back in the uh, back in the golden era, the Attitude Era was when Stone Cold had his little little four man group five man group going against the Hart Foundation when they were in Canada. And the, the the top baby faces in the company got booed out of the building. You know what I mean? You're I right. You're, yeah, that. I forgot about that. Yep. And you know, and it's just uh, that's kind of what, and it's just that's how I, you know, thinking like, wow, maybe TK's trying to come up with his own his own little Brett Shaw thing, and you know, and, and kudos to him if that's what he's trying to do. Uh, you know, uh, taking this and trying to do something with it, but I. There, there was there were so many things I I liked about what Punk did that match, and yeah. you know especially the respect he showed Kojima, and you I know, thought Kojima was great in the match too. To be and then Punk really Punk really Kojima could still go for it, you know, really, yeah. you know because he did because let's be let let's be let's be real, the, what you saw out of Kojima and the Forbidden, you don't see all that in New Japan. You know, you no. don't see that type of offensive output for a long period of time. Um, so right. actually, I, I'm gonna I'll kick. I'm gonna kick the hat tip to uh, Bully Ray. He brought this up. Kojima's really an all Japan guy, uh, and he was talking about the difference in the styles of all Japan, New Japan, and uh, Noah, and all the different Japanese country, companies, and he brought that up. Especially in comparison to, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about Tanahashi, where the New Japan style, even though they don't wrestle as much, it, it it's not great for your body. And All Japan kind of was more doing more of the American style. So I think that's why that match played so well. Uh, and he actually, he actually said, I, I don't necessarily know if this is true or not, but who knows. I'm not the biggest Kenta guy either, but he thought that the match was better than it would have been with Kenta. For sure, because Punk actually respects Kojima. 
He has no respect for Kenta. And Kenta has <laughs> no point. respect for Good him. Point. So that was not going to work. See, see, this is why we missed you, bro. Because yeah. only you could break it down like that. Yeah. Yep. You know? uh, Hollywood, your thoughts on Punk and uh, Kojima and all that stuff. Yeah, I thought it was uh, one of the stronger matches. Um, uh-huh. uh, obviously, we know what one and two were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was a solid third, though, I thought. Was, uh, I think it was so, right yeah. Up there. yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, I'm glad that we didn't get to see Kenta and Punk because ACU and I talked about it. We brought up uh, Joe White, yep. you know, kind of marking out for the GTS thing. We didn't really care. I'm so yeah, glad. It, it doesn't I'm appeal so, to me, that GTS thing. I don't think it's not. No, no, I don't think it is either. I, I get why people, some people think it is, but to me, no. Uh, so I was I was happy with the Kojima match. I'll give you another one, and, and this is something that we we even talked about on the show. I, I, I don't know if White House was on that show or not, because uh, I, I, what you've done the one since you've been back, but uh, either way, we talked about Punk Tanahashi over Punk Kenta, and how we didn't like MJF and Tanahashi. We'd rather it be Punk. I gotta say, yeah, what we saw from Tanahashi, this was the better move for yeah, yeah, and for, I, I, it was the better s- match. Just was. I, I want to say this since you brought it up, and then I want to kick it to White House because I, we have to. Uh, so, yeah, we spent a lot of time on that. I'm going to say egg on face. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for me and you. But yeah, I got to say, it. though, dude, like the, the match Tanahashi did on TV and then also at Forbidden Door, I, I watched Wrestle Kingdom, right? I think they were in a, a six man. Yeah. Tanahashi. Uh, yeah. Yes. My God, I had no idea. He can barely run the ropes anymore, guys. Like yeah, White I, House. This is yeah. so. It, here's my lead-in for for you, White House, because we you watch more New Japan than we do, like on yeah. a, a consistent basis. It, my God, he's old. I feel like it's I, overnight. Yeah, like he's so old now. Hollywood with the segue right into it. I love it. You started seeing it. Like if you go back and watch last 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 year's G1, you started seeing it. Okay. And you know, you didn't obviously they his match with his match with Naito uh started the G1 and it was good. It was really good. Matter of fact, Naito's style we, I think played three of us did a show and I was watching it and I had to go back to watch it, you know, because I because we were doing a show and I had it on during night one. Or it was the next day and I was watching the replay, I can't quite remember. But it was one of the for me. If I rate, rated the matches, it was top five, easy. But it was that was his best, and it just started going down for me. Just mm-hmm. and you know, I think one of the things putting him in the six man tag, the super six man, as I what I call him, Tanahashi, Okada, and Ishii. You know, um, you know, having the six man belts on him, whatever injury he has or whatever. But the ace, it's starting to hit him. Yeah, and, I think it's just a yeah. combination of all, it start, all of it. All the 45-minute matches. that company for 20 years. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to catch up. I, yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think we just have to talk about it. This is not to knock him. Mm-mm. No. Just, no, it's not a knock. Just no. to be clear to everybody listening, yeah, everybody on that. this show respects this guy. Absolutely. No, no, so no, anything we say is not yeah. a knock. It's just no. talking about yeah. what we saw. And I got to say, I was – Jeff, you texted me about it prior to me watching mm. the match. 
And honestly, when I saw your text, I was like, all right, yeah, 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 injuries. He's probably nicked up, blah, blah, blah. And right, I'm not right. saying that you're you're not really an exaggerator, so I didn't think you were exaggerating. But I, in my own mind, I was just like, yeah, but it's still kind of hot. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why it was just so shocking. And then you, you had this spot in the rope where he slipped. Now, listen, I am not going to crush him for that. No, no. It's happened before. It could happen. Did it two shows. It, it, it did it, and it moved on. That's where I was going to go. White House, you stole my thunder. Mm-hmm. Why go back to that well yep. a night later in the match with Max? And, and, and I'll, three reasons why. You had to, first of all, the commentary team now has to talk about it. And their explanation for why it happened was mindless. Yes. I, you know what? You could say I've, I've never trained to wrestle and I don't know what I'm talking about or whatever, whatever, this, that, and the other thing. But I'll tell you what, I've been I've been in many rings, wrestling rings and boxing rings in my life. And this is one thing I know. Climbing up on the ropes because the turnbuckles are different did not cause that. I'm sorry. No. It had nothing to do with the turnbuckles. I get what the commentary team was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You're trying to, you know, make the excuse for him and the whole thing. But here's the problem. He went back up. They said that. And I'm watching him. And you could see that it's in his head. I oh, mean, yeah. he, was, yep. he was clearly yep. off. It almost looked like he was saying, I hope I don't fall. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it would just, the, the whole, it just ruined the whole move. Uh, this is going to be a common theme through the show because a lot of things we've saw in the last few days kind of tie into this idea. Like when you're watching it, you just want it to be natural and to feel real and to feel like a feel real fight and the whole thing. And to me, in a match, with Max, Tanahashi doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do that. It, it, there's a, another guy I'm going to talk about later. With I, I got a fucking rant, but I want to save it. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to go into it so bad. But anyway, he didn't have to do it. And I think he would have been better off not doing it, getting what happened the night before. I do think, my opinion, and you guys could jump in, I, I think the match was much better at Forbidden Door than what we saw with Swerve. And I don't think it's Swerve's fault. He just wrestles a different style. Uh, I don't think that was a good mix there. And if to me, if you're a promoter, White House just said he saw Tanahashi slowing down at last year's G1. That's a year ago. Nobody in either one of these companies said, hmm, maybe we shouldn't expose him the night before yeah. the fucking pay-per-view yeah. and just let him wrestle a slow psycholo- uh, match with psychology where he is going to get cheered. He's facing one of the biggest heels in pro wrestling. There, you know what I'm saying? Like you, I went into that match like, oh, please don't let the guy fall. Please, you know, you know, Just with all that in the back of your head, and that didn't have to happen. I will say, though, I thought the match was pretty good uh i'm glad it led the show given all the other matches because i don't know that it could have lived up if it had followed certain other matches but i thought it was a pretty good match overall max did a good job i mean clearly max carried him but you know what when you're when you're wrestling the legend sometimes you got to carry him so i can live with that uh but overall i wouldn't have had him wrestle on saturday you guys can jump in yeah, yeah i mean looking back at that saturday match not only did tanahashi struggle but swerve did as well I mean, I'm it, was call, a bad, it was a bad mix. I call mix. spade a spade. I mean, I didn't like what I saw out of Swerve in that match either. Fair. I mean, I've seen better Swerve matches. You know, his type of talent. 
you know, I would expect a little bit more. Maybe he was frustrated. You know, he's it's human. You know what I mean? So anything's possible. You know, but I well, just, you wonder, you wonder with the unfamiliarity with yeah, for sure. You know, you know uh, who called for the sure. match? You know, there's a sure. lot that goes in. Again, that we, I'm not that we don't shit. know. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to shit on Swerve. I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just being real. I mean, he no, I mean, you're right. I agree with you. And matter of fact, let's be real. This whole thing and this whole new, not trying to go down a rabbit trail. All his shit of late with this whole assembly thing hasn't been any good. It's been. It's like he's just going through the motions, I guess. I don't know. But I, 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 I think digress. that might be a, a uh, I don't know, a reaction to his booking. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. I, I digress. You know, you know, and, and it's just, yeah, I mean, but when I look at overall, when I look at, at you know, um, that, you know, that match with, I, I just, you know, you can see it. And. Tanahashi's just going to live on his name, and I'm not disrespecting him. He's earned that right, but it that's it is what it is. You and know, maybe maybe it, he just is at the point where the six man matches are better. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think I think it's good. Maybe <laughs> I hate to say it, doing what they should do with Sting, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and but I don't. You know, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't foresee him retiring anytime soon, but. Um, but yeah, he's on the back nine for sure. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I was uh pretty bummed out about it because, and this is partially on me because I haven't been watching New Japan so often anymore, right? But <clears throat> being so into it, you know, 2015, 16, 17, 18, seeing on paper Swerve Tanahashi, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. that's going to be a banger of a match, right? Yeah. And then I turned it on and saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, Tanahashi's on the back nine, as you said, White House, right? But I wanted to say, too, AC, going back to your point about uh, uh, what you said earlier, we we talk on here about people expecting to see – they hear New Japan names, and then they expect to see, like, greatness, right? Yes. I've been listening to Cornette a lot, and I've been loving it. However, this past show, he's reviewing it. He has no idea who the fuck Tanahashi is. And this just proves our point to what we say. See? He's heard Tanahashi. He knows that he's a legend, whatever. He's never watched him. He never saw him until that swerve match, and he tore the guy apart. And he tore the wrestling fans that praised Tanahashi apart. And I'm like, motherfucker. You know, like... It's I, just, I didn't know that. I'm glad you told me that. Yeah. I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised. And this is this is why I can't stand that guy. Uh, yeah, he listen, he's a fucking, you know, he's much more, knows way more about wrestling than I'll ever know. And I get that. Mm. But at the end of the day, that's the fucking problem. Because I'll yeah. tell you this right now. Every person on this show right now knows a hell of a lot more about Tanahashi than he does. Right. So yeah. you sit there and you crush a guy big. And and that's why I didn't want to go too hard on him for this, and that's the reason because right. I know yep. we probably have listeners too that are AEW fans and WWE fans, and you know watch American wrestling and maybe have not seen a lot of New Japan. And like I said, maybe they didn't. Even if they've seen a lot of New Japan, maybe they didn't see New Japan in 2015 and 14 and 13 and 15, 16 mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And and he, like I mean. <laughs> It's it's like the Omega thing, bro. I think a lot of people were very shocked 
by that match. And we'll get to it. I'm not trying to jump oh, ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they were very shocked about that match because they finally saw the Omega that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say this. You're probably not going to see the Tanahashi that we talk about. Right. Well, put some fucking respect on that guy's name. Absolutely. That, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's... Listen, dude, you know what? Even if he was... Do you have... I, I, listen, we trash guys, too. I get it. I know it's tough. And I know you're looking for listeners. And I know some fans just want to hear you trash people and the whole thing. And I think there's some people that deserve to be trashed. Tanahashi is not one of them. No. And here's... And you cannot... You cannot downplay... People's opinion, like our opinion of Tanahashi, based on something you know nothing about. And based on a match at a a guy who's at a a more advanced age, who's wrestled 45-hour-long matches, main evented, you know, big matches at the Tokyo Dome. which Carrying a company on his shoulders. And and in my opinion, Wrestle Kingdom is only second fiddle to Wrestle fucking Mania. That is a... I don't care if you're not a New Japan fan, I get it. You don't understand, and that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, to people who watch both, Wrestle Kingdom is one A. I'm not saying it's WrestleMania, but I look I stay up and watch it. <laughs> people, this yeah, doesn't yeah. air at eight o'clock at night in the US. It starts at three, four AM in the morning. I stay up or wake up early to watch it. Now everything else in New Japan I watch on delay. But Wrestle Kingdom, I get up to watch it because it's a big fucking deal. And that fucking guy is part of the reason it's a big fucking deal. Yep. Well but, said. You know, you look at, and, I, and also here's another way to look at it. Look at the rosters, okay? Um, you got you New Japan and AEW. And Tanahashi specifically. In your guys' minds, we don't have to, we don't have to say the names out loud. In your minds... AEW top five guys. You have them in your mind? Yeah. Okay. Tanahashi. What does he rate in there on those top five guys? I I, I would say that. Are, are we talking? We're talking right like career right or present, present day? Right now. I mean, present day, I'm not, I mean, given what we saw, I'm not going to put him in the top five. But I'll tell you this. But no, top five of the AEW guys right now. I, you know what? Crack it? My point his, is no, no. His him best, at him? him at his best. Him at his he, best, he's number he's, one. But I'm saying right now, his 75. Yeah, I might, not, I might not put him ahead of Omega like the Omega right? that I like. 100. percent He's like top three, two. And that's and that's Maybe how good he is for some people. Yeah, I'm and that's you. how good he is. That's how great. That, that's how you can, you know, people use that word "great" too loosely. That's yeah. how great he is. No, you're right. Yeah. That you take the AEW top I'll tell you five this right now. Him at eighty percent. I'm, I'm taking fucking. Oh, dude, I'm taking fucking uh, the, the the best of Tanahashi over the best of fucking MJF, and that's not a knock on MJF. I'm sorry, but dude, he got a long way to go to be Tanahashi. Just you know, my opinion. You know, and, and 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 at best right now, how many? How many guys would you take right now AEW over Tanahashi right now? Yeah, I know. I'm with you, bro. I get it. So, so, I mean, and people are going to shit on a guy. They don't know what they're talking about. And, yeah, I may have my New Japan blinders on because when I look at that whole pay-per-view, 
you know, and, and, and you know, how many, you know, I got, I got to go back and listen to that. I did, you know, what, it, it, I know it's going to piss me off, but I actually yeah. have to hear it now. How many AEW guys stood out in comparison to the New Japan guys? Um, I guarantee, fucking guarantee you, New Japan won that. Oh, and it yeah. wasn't even close. Hands down. I don't, I don't think it's close. Yeah, it's not I, and, close. And, and I would not say close. The, the AEW, most of the AEW guys that stand out came from there. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. you know, well, think about it. You, you know, Punk, we just talked about it. He stood out. You know, MJF is MJF. Ishii. All right. I thought You're Ishii. Gonna, you know, you could go Moxley and Eddie just because they kicked the shit out of each other. Well, you, well like, you know and what? Let's, let's, get it, let's just get into that match. We'll move on and get into that yeah. match. I, there you go. That match, was that match next? I think I think it was. Wasn't oh, it? oh, that uh, was, that I, was like have, Yeah, we don't really. Last, wasn't it? No, that was, uh, you're thinking of Sting and Darby and them. Was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Jericho. Well, well let's talk about, let's, we, you got the Elite with Eddie and Ishii versus Black and, and the Cowboy. Oh, and the, I'm sorry. Yes, and the Cowboy. Wait, so you had Elite. Well, he's well. Uh, yeah, he is Elite. Well, Hangman is Elite, right? I mean, yeah. Not, yeah. He, yeah. he took. He kind of took Kenny's spot. Oh wait. Uh, all right. You said Elite, and I just pictured the Bucks in my head. Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hang, Hangman in the Bucks with Eddie and Ishii versus Blackpool, and I'm gonna say Takeshka because this really hasn't been established that he's actually Blackpool. It's almost like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that's where I'm taking it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah based on Callis' promos, that, that's the way I'm going to take it. Uh, listen, I, I Conda, shout out Conda. Uh, we were texting during this match because uh, he was watching live with me, and he called it like an entertaining car crash. And I thought that was like a great explanation for this match. I, I, these five on fives, it's they're tough. There's so much going on. But I, <laughs> this yeah, is gonna... I, 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 yeah, I, I, I agree to an extent. But you know, Te- Takashi wasn't a car crash. That fucking kid dominated. No, oh, yeah, no, no. I agree. I, I think that the match as a whole. That's just as like a whole. A, yeah, I get you. I, I mean, there's a couple spots. I mean, I, I'll give you this, and then you give us your take on Takeshka. Uh, the Back and forth with Eddie and Moxley, although I brought it up weeks ago, and I'm this is going to sound like a contradiction. I get it. The chops, there's way too many, and I'm sure that's going to come up throughout this show too. But <laughs> and there's still it's just too it's too much with these chops. But there was that spot with Eddie and Moxley, whether they were punching or elbowing or chopping each other, there, there was psychology there where it, it, it was just like. Like two, I, I, the way I took it was like two brothers beating the shit out of each other, and one's not gonna let the other one top the yeah. other. And I took that as like a sub story in the middle of that match. Now it's all convoluted, and some people like it, some people don't. Whatever, we'll get to that. But that's a part of the match I really like, and I like Takeshka and White House jump in. You know, uh, yeah. Takeshka. There, I, I, you know, I'll just say that fucking. Uh, uppercut he gave Ishii and knocked him out of the ring. I literally was like, holy shit. Like, if you want a moment where you're like, realism, that was it. Every uh, young wrestler has their coming out party. 
that was Takesha's in that in that pay-per-view. Because what he did to Ishii, how many guys have, have knocked Ishii out? I mean, it's just it was that kid, that kid's future, that, that, you know, I remember we talked about him, you know, late winter, maybe last fall. Edwards had a man love for him back then. Oh, yeah, I think you were, you he know, was the first one on him. He was. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now you're starting to see it. And the future's going to be bright for that kid, but. I kind of like know. the heel. Too. I, I, I like know, it better as a heel. At first, at first you, you, know, you never know, but I think it's starting to play out okay. I think he's more comfortable. I think he's more comfortable. I th- you know, well, you know, well, he also has a mouthpiece, too. I think that's what that helps. Oh, sure, I'm sure that helps, but, you know, I like him better as a heel. Yeah, but much better. And he just, he was he's the like MVP a, like a real heel and not like a parody of the heel, like somebody else. <laughs> I just like how he dominated that match. You know, tease later. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Rings, uh, there, there was like half of this match, and I'm gonna kick it to Hollywood, where I thought like Hangman just like totally just took the match off. He like he was just like watching it. I I, I don't know if you guys got that same impression. Like I was like, he just like standing like doing nothing. Like I don't this fucking is, pay attention to him, dude. Dude, this is this is my problem, and I noticed I've noticed this a lot recently with AEW, and these big like eight, ten man matches. If I don't, it's like one of those things. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Uh, the guys stand outside the ring, yep, and watch what's going on. I saw Moxley on, doing it, dude. Yeah, Moxley was standing there for like five minutes or on camera, just watching each other it. out there. Yeah. And it's on camera. Dude, dude, if you were Vince, dude, he would blow a gasket. Yep. Hollywood, your thoughts on this match? Yeah, so it's things like this. <laughs> so, okay, for me, for me personally, Kojima, Punk, I'll take that any day over this five-on-five. Yeah, with you, right? bro. But as a five-on-five. It was it collision had, and it, dynamite, bro. It was collision and dynamite. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah, yeah. But it had its moments, right? But it's things like this that drink, that pull it down for me. Like I, I noticed Hangman was just chilling for a while. Uh, the was it Moxley talking to the Bucks outside? They were all leaning yeah, against. He was, talking, he was talking to the Bucks. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, what in the front talking. row, there's there's a yeah. line of people standing right behind the them. They're in front of the hard cam. Can you can you not like go to where the hard cam isn't? Like, uh. and that I guy so. was trained at WWE. Dude, it's so like, like you just said, a, a parody of a heel. This is, this is what it's like. It's like a parody of a wrestling show. Like, why are you standing there talking to your opponent in front of people on the hard cam? Like, it's they broke every fucking rule of professional wrestling in a second, and they don't care. What they don't care? Like, dude, at least like lay down and pretend you're hurt and yell to each other. Like, at least make an effort. To, pr- to sell me on what you're doing. Otherwise, I can't get into the match. And as soon as I see that shit, like I said, it just pulls pulls my interest down. And then yeah. I just start to think, I don't give a fuck about this match. Where's Punk well, and Kojima? It, it, you know? it takes it from make me believe this is real. This, this is like, bro, if we were watching The Shield and Vic Mackey's in a gunfight and Lemonhead and Shane are fucking... Talking to the gang members like you shoot at me first. 
That's what it is. That is what it is. Am I yeah. wrong? No, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Would yeah. you watch a TV show? Would they ever do it? Like that would be like Daryl Dixon, like dead man, come after me. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> like watching him say it. Like they right. make like let's say yeah, come come get me. Okay, now the camera's on me. Now we're back in acting mode. But let's right. just do all that on camera. Yeah, see, uh, that's the thing. Like when you're when you're watching a match and you see whatever, we'll stick with Punk and Kojima. Punk has him in a headlock and he's whispering in his ear, obviously, right? Yeah. But that's where suspend your disbelief comes. You could do that. But when guys are just casually fucking standing there, yeah. just standing there talking, like, <laughs> it's hard to suspend your disbelief. Like, I, you, I know, I know what it is. We all know what it is. We're wrestling fans, but you have, you have to, to just throw it in our face right. that it is. It is. Right. It ruins like, the, the whole thing. It ruins the yeah, experience, you know? Yeah. That's this just part of, part of it. I don't get, uh, I, I just don't get it. Um, we'll move on. Uh, well, I guess this is a great next place to go. Parody wrestling. <laughs> Jungle Boy Jack Perry yeah. gets a IWGP heavyweight championship title spot against White House. This is your guy. I know he dyed his hair black. He used to be blonde. He used to be an LIJ. He's I, not... love his, I love his gimmick. I love this but gimmick. Sonata. Yep. And and this is here again. This is, you know, Forbidden Door. The idea is, yes, hardcore fans like us, well, I, I, I would call us New Japan fans, have seen Sonata. And we're AEW fans, so we've seen Jack Perry. But the idea is the AEW fan that's never watched New Japan has never seen Sonata. And vice versa for maybe people watching in Japan have never seen Jack Perry. So I think this is where putting the right mix of guys together really matters. And I don't know why Jack Perry got this shot. And this match, to me, although it wasn't a horrible match, was like a microcosm of that. Because I'm sitting there saying to myself... And this is not great for Sonata either. The IWGP championships being defended in the middle of this card. And you have two New Japan stars and two AEW stars still to come in the co-main event. If it was me, I would not have put Sonata on this show at all for that reason. Of all the matches on the card, this one pissed me off the most. Though I did like the ending uh, of of what happened, I don't like didn't too much like the follow up. We'll get to that in a minute. But this match frustrated me for a couple of reasons. One, clearly Sonata felt disrespected because you could tell the way he wrestled. Oh, I you didn't see, too. Mm-hmm. and you could, you saw the way that he wrestled because Sonata is much better than this. I know I have my New Japan. I mean, I mean he told, told you before the match he didn't know who he was, so yeah. I don't think he's too thrilled about this. And I don't even if that's even that even if that's a work comment, the, you don't say it. And he said, the placement yep, of yep. the match, the opponent for this champion, I found extremely disrespectful. But the thing that pissed me off, the tip of the iceberg, is you had I don't know who it was. It was either Excalibur or Taz. Taking shots at Sonata. Mm. Um, 
And I did. I, I didn't. I didn't pick like up it. on that. I didn't pick up on that either. Yeah. One of the commentators, maybe it was Kevin Kelly. I don't know. I hope it would. I hope it wouldn't have been him. Kevin but Kelly is pretty. I, I mean, he's pretty good. But yeah. they're taking shots that he was. You know, it looked like he was ta- he was trying to coast. He wasn't taking them serious. You know, you could tell that he's not into it. Commentators shouldn't be doing that. Should not be doing that. And yeah, yeah, you know just, what? That you know what? That's like playing into Sonata's comments, which it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, it makes it all around bad. I, I you, you know, know what? I, I agree. With that. This way, you know, and and you know. And it sucks because I am a very big. You guys know this about me. I'm a very big Sonata fan. I'm very excited. He's getting his run, though. I think it's coming to an end soon. Soon, you know, probably the fall. I would I'd be very surprised if. Yeah, he I don't think he's going to into Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, I agree with you about that. But, but I, I liked I liked just the five guys, uh, the stable who's in it. You know, it's it just I like what they're doing with with, well, with Sonata now. Let, let me ask. Let me ask you this, and then and yeah. then I, I will let Hollywood jump in. Uh, yeah. Given how this played out, his opponent, match placement, commentary, his comments, wouldn't it have been better to just not have him on the show? It would have been. It would have been. I and see. I just the reason it I would have been up is because hindsight. You did, yeah. You hindsight. Two huge matches. Right. Yeah. Two main event matches. Now, in the MJF thing, I think it works because it's Tanahashi. Fuck you, Cornette. Uh, and MJF, <laughs> his gimmick right now is get. I don't even want to be there. Yeah. So get me out of the arena early. I'll open the show. And then what he, and then what he said last night to Cole, you were sick, buddy. I should have thought of that. So... You know what? I didn't get that feeling with MJF. A because it's Tanahashi, and B because his gimmick's okay with it. Plus, opening the show. I mean, if you're not going to be co-main, opening is like the next biggest thing. So yeah, uh, I get it. With Sonata and Jungle, this just felt honestly, it felt like a mid-card match at best, and it had one of the to me greatest titles in wrestling attached to it. And I, I, and neither guy came off good. I, I, I don't know. Hollywood, what do you feel, how do you feel about it? All right, I have a couple things here. So, okay, for, uh, Sonata. I had a, uh, I don't know, preconceived idea of what he is now, and it, it goes back. And again, this is this is me tuning out of certain guys, right? So, you guys remember. Uh, TNA 2015. He's on excursion. He was in that group with James Storm. James Storm turned oh, heel. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of like a kind of like a Wyatt family they were trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he yeah. was like doing that whistle and they were filming shit in the woods and stuff. Like a renegade or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sonata goes over to Japan, okay, whatever. Sonata's champion. I'm like, really? Sonata? That yeah, because from... he was always like the third or fourth guy in LA. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Now. And that, will... that's how I view him too. Now White House loves him, so I'm not, you know, that. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna but, get there. But I'm with you, bro. Okay. After seeing him though. Like, I don't I don't want to I don't want to sound stupid here, but like he reminded me of Antonio Anoki with the dark hair. Yeah. Fucking suit. 
this, he's got the fucking look now, man. Dude, he he's a no, champion. That gimmick, yeah. That gimmick, he's, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Night and day. He's not the guy yeah, I remember. I, I love it. I would put him in his yeah. spot because of that. And if they're looking for if they're looking for to rebuild the roster, you know, which or replenish are. the roster, which they are. Which they are. He's he might be, and I again I don't want to say stupid shit here, but in comparison to Tanahashi, holding it down, yep. Sonata may be the perfect guy at the perfect time to hold it down yep. while they replenish this roster. Yeah, yep. I, and you know what? I'll, this is this is what I like. I like that they did this. Removed him from Lij. Dyed his hair. He, he the hair, got rid of the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So my so my preconceived notion or whatever you want to say about it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't seen enough of him in the spot either. And 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 White White House has been on him forever. So, mm-hmm. but my my preconceived notion is what I just said. You know, third or fourth guy in LIJ, the yep, blonde yep. hair, the whole thing. Although he could fucking go, but right. when you talk about LIJ at that time, Naito, right? Yeah, yeah. Yujiro Takahashi, Shingo, Evil. Takahashi, Shingo, yeah. In uh, Bushi, yep. who yep. I I love Bushi. Yeah, he's, so, he's cool. Right, so like that's you know, and then you're like, yeah, Sonata, he's one of those guys, but. Never guys, won the big match this, when he got there. Right. And that, that's so that's exactly why I would yep. not have put him on this uh. show. Because I think he's because he is the IWGP champion, and because they clearly are elevating him, his character, the whole thing. Uh he's obviously gonna be a big part of their company going forward. If if I was New Japan, I would have pushed back on him being on this show under Boy. these or if New Japan wants him on there, give him a better op- uh, opponent. Or you know what? Why did why they? You know what they easily could have done? Open the show with MJF versus Sonata, non-title match, but our two champions are going to fight. Even if it went for to a time limit, a DQ, a what, what referee stoppage, whatever. Yep. Take your two champions, have them open the show in a non-title match. And and you know what I'm saying? Like that would have been much better. Uh, and yeah, I don't know what you do with Tanahashi after that. Obviously, because but I think it would have been better spot for Sonata. Uh, and and you know what? If you take that as a knock to Jack Perry, it's kind of meant to be. So I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. I I, I think they could have thrown a better a a, a better. A so, so wait now, just just to fast forward a little bit. Yeah. You, the heel turn. Yeah. You liked it. I did. I mean, I wasn't. I didn't like the whole execution of it. But I actually I liked, did. Ugh. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. I liked it. Here's why. I had it in my head that he was going to turn on Hook and he was going to do it in the ring. And when they yeah. started walking up the ramp, I was like, Yeah, they're not going to do it. So I liked that part about it. Yeah, here's a, I here's my thing. It had to be done. It had to be done. Yes, it had to be done because we we talked about it in text. Jungle Boy's getting booed. Past two last two matches, I guess he's had on TV. Yeah, listen, it had to happen. <clears throat> but the th- the thing I I hated about this was, okay, he turned on Hook. Big deal. That I think they they had a really <laughs> missed opportunity here because the the Sonata right. The 
the mistreatment of the champion being card placement opponent. Jungle Boy said what he said. I never saw Sonata match. I don't know who he is. Okay. Why not have the match end with Jungle Boy de- getting DQ'd because he won't get off Sonata? Mm. Right? Yeah. Like he's just pummeling him, whatever. He won't stop. He won't stop. The bell rings. Hook comes in to stop him, and that's where the turn happens. I know. <laughs> Right, because because this made really zero sense. Like what? Hey, Jungle hey, Boy hey, just got pissed Uno, off. No, are you taking notes? <laughs> send them in. Send them in. Like how You're, effective would have that been? And, yeah, and it also would I love that. It also would have cleared up the Sonata thing because I think. And guys, let me let me ask you guys this because if New Japan and Tony have a relationship, okay, great. But how many times does New Japan are the, are they gonna are they gonna let this happen again? Like, what happens next for Bindor? Are they going to have demands like uh, maybe treat our title with respect, treat our champion with respect, and make sure his opponent doesn't, you know, make a dick out of him before the match happens? Yeah. Because if the, if the role was reversed, right, MJF had that placement, right, against a nobody who's disrespecting him, right? And that's not even Sonata's character. You know, it's not, it's not even the same thing. Right. Yeah. If Daniel Bryan is tapping in the main event on the New Japan hosted card, like if everything was reversed, I think Tony would have a big problem with New Japan right now. Sure, you know, so he needs to watch watch himself with some of this shit. But I, <sighs> yeah, I, t- I tend to agree. And it, the one thing though is, it, at least both companies are getting their moments on these shows because one of my biggest issues with the new japan rh relationship was it was the every show was just new japan guys just fucking burying rh oh yeah i remember those yeah oh buried and i was i i was at three or four of them i saw yeah you fucking met nakamura at that fucking yeah last one and and okada (laughs) (laughs) with the big one is nakamura because you know who knows if you're ever going to have an opportunity again you know Mm -hmm. okada you might but even then, that's tough, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, everybody was at that show, and I mean, the fucks I met a million times, and you know, different guys. But there was guys like Lethal who I, I would have probably just jumped right to, to to see Lethal. But dude, when Okada and fucking Nakamura are in New York and you're there, you got it, and you have the opportunity. Like, how could you not? How could you not? Dude, if it was Tanahashi, I would have met. I would have fucking paid to meet him too. Right. I'll tell you, fuck you, Cornette. I do that. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so mad about that right now. Oh, it pisses me off. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anyway, so can we just kick it to the Jungle Boy promo right now? Yeah, might as well. But yeah, yeah, we could jump around. That's that's not because White White House. You mentioned you liked it, but you didn't like the execution. Yeah, that that way we don't have to talk about it later. We could just talk about Jungle Boy once, and then we don't have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you there uh he's he's muted okay so anyway mind. so what, <laughs> good anyway moving on we can come back to it so, <laughs> oh shit how'd that happen sorry oh, i've you're been talking the last two minutes but no yeah no oh, okay. edwards I, this is exactly where i wanted to go okay I, I didn't like the execution i liked his look you know i like the sunglasses mm. i would have had him in all black mm, that would be um i like the one line I think he's needs. I think that one line where he put about Anna J, the cocky. Oh, that, that was a dude, good line. 
And the well, smoke line was good. I guarantee you, you both come from Max Caster. 100%. Yeah. Max Caster would have used those lines if he had a rap last night. No you know, question about it. Fantastic line. But then it just... Delivery sucked, though, because I didn't Delivery sucked yep, because yep. He's, not, he's not good on the mic. He's just not. So you shout out, so shout out DJ Stames. Stames said it perfect. Son of an actor who can't act. Yep. <laughs> you gotta, yep. you got to keep his promo shorter. Or get him a manager. And that's fine, I mean, too. To be, to be real, though, we all kind of saw this when he was a baby face that he couldn't yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna, it's going to struggle. It, I think it could work. I mean, but, that's why they put Christian Cage with those with him and Lucha. Because you had no talker. Yeah. Like, right, initially, right, I, I guess. I mean, I mean, and, never mind. That would, that would be logic and, yeah, never mind. They should Guys, they should they should have put him in Bullet Club. They should have surrounded him with people. He wouldn't have to worry. He wouldn't have to fucking worry that, about talking. Bullet Club Gold Team, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Actually, his look would kind of fit in. Yeah. Long curly Oh, what up? He could have learned. Yeah. And could have taught him. Absolutely. This is like what they did with Ace Austin. Jay White is. Yeah. I see something in you. Yes. Yes. We have to define you. And yes. We have to make you tougher and meaner. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that. he could. I, I was hoping that his heel turn was going to be basically White House. When you said Blackjack Perry the first time, yeah, I pictured him like swagging his way to the ring. Yeah, cool, calm, collected, smirky not, little fuck yep. that you just want to punch in the yep. face. My dad's what fucking rich. A, fuck you, you know yep. that kind of thing. And what yep. about a white T-shirt with the gold Bullet Club logo and under it in black, Blackjack Perry? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And you know, I just think that and Jay White would help being that mouthpiece. You know how they and, have their all they all have their own club t shirts? Yeah. Like Blackjack Club would have been fun. Oh dude. Yes, there you go. There dude. You go. Uh, that is yeah, that here you go. Right there, yeah. man. I, that's like so you got the a white t shirt, gold like the the the, the skull and gun logo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then in black you get the the blackjack club. Perfect. And the rest of it's in gold, and the shirt is white, so you can see the black. Uno, write that down. <laughs> Shout out, Uno. I, we're gonna I, talk. We're gonna talk about you later because I have your fucking back. Because uh, same here. We'll get. <laughs> but, <Go ahead>. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just think they got. You know, I think it could work. You know, but I'll, I'll tell you guys this, and if they go and put Perry back yeah. with Christian and Luchasaurus. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed, and it's another proof it's just lazy fucking booking. Yep, yep. You know what? And, and I said I said this to Stames through text today because of this fucking tag tournament bullshit they're doing mm. when they put Cole and MJF together, and now they're putting Swerve and Lee together. So why, why wouldn't logic dictate that you put Hook and, and yeah. Jack together? I mean, yep. at, least, at least for now, while they're feuding, Right, because they're they're those two are feuding. Like there's that that's what it is right now. There he's not going to be in another team, you know, whatever. Maybe that comes to that. Who knows? You know what they're probably going to do? Probably put him with QT Marshall. <laughs> See, AC, I gotta, they don't know what to do. They put with QT Marshall. I I fucking fell for this last week because I texted you and oh, I actually oh. said when you were tearing apart this fucking random drawing or whatever, I was like, I kind of like the drawing, right? <laughs> because I was hoping like. Maybe Jungle Boy as the face would get paired with Brian Pillman Jr. out of nowhere, right? Like, 
something could happen good out of this. But no, in the end, you were right. It's fucking horseshit. Yeah, but it's. But that's what they're doing. They're they're taking all the feuds and putting. Yeah, they're putting them in a tag match together. It's lazy. It's fucking lazy. And 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 I'll tell you this. I don't hate the go between between MJF and Cole because those two are that good. But oh, that shirt's fucking hilarious, man. That looks good. Oh yeah, that fits good. But it, but you don't need to do it with the whole company. Right. Right. Exactly. Because it's here's the problem. That's he beats he beats a dead horse to death. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Five man commentary, four man commentary, run ins. Uh, guys, what? Remember when you used to have everybody watch the match from the crowd? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you didn't just do it like here or there. It was like every guy did it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like every fucking guy did it. You know, this is what he does. He comes up with an idea that he likes, that he thinks is good, and he beats, he, like, he takes the sword and the hammer and the fucking sledgehammer and just beats the slices, pounds the horse, so there's nothing left. This yep. is what he does. Now, let me, let me ask you guys this, though, and I am hoping for this in the back of my head, and I shouldn't even say it out loud because it's not going to happen and everybody's going to be bummed out, but if they're going to do this, how fucking great would it be if they do? Say it so you give credit if they do it. Omega and Punk. Wait. What What does the crowd do? Oh, tag together? Yes. Dude. Oh, shit. Nick just tingled a little because that would be great. Oh, my God. I'd <laughs> you imagine? Dude, how about, how about the final MJF and Adam Cole versus Omega and Punk? Could oh, you tell- imagine? Dude. That dude, uh, Tony, Tony, that's a horse you can beat to death. I tell you what, <laughs> it's if Tony good. even tries to consider that, that's big fucking balls to even try. Mm. You know what though? They're on, they're on opposite the sides of the fucking. They are, stadiums. but out of all the elite guys, he's probably the one guy you could do it with though. He, oh, you could, you couldn't you do can. it with either Buck, and you couldn't no. do it with Hangman because right. they're little bitches. <laughs> Shout out Fauci. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, dude, that, dude, dude, Edwards, Edwards, you got some fucking good ones tonight, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I love on it. a roll. I love it. You're on a roll. <laughs> on a roll. He, that's, he's mad because I didn't agree with him about Dynamite last week. So he's like, I'm just going to hammer these good ones. <laughs> All my ideas. You didn't like the tag team tournament, and you're kind of right, but I'm going to throw this one at you. Right. And you're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see it right away. Yeah, you're, it's working. The Jedi mind tricks are working. There you go. There you go. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, the women's match at the pay per view, I could care less about. I don't know if you guys care, but I. Yeah, uh, it wasn't very good. I, yeah, it, it's again nothing against women, but it didn't need to be on the show, and it wasn't good. So we'll we'll skip over that. Um, I, I'm gonna jump out of order here just because I, 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 yeah, I kind of. I kind of want to do it the way I think it should have been booked. Okay. So the six man tag uh, with uh, Darby, Sting, and um, why am I? Yeah, Nido. Thank you. I was mm-hmm. totally drawn a blank. Verse uh, oh, Jericho oh. and uh, Sammy Suzuki? and Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah. All right. So this was just a way to get Naito on the card. 
Yeah. And I, I like this dynamic with Jericho and which is okay, whatever. Uh, and I love Nido. And Nido could work on any show, anywhere that I've ever watched. He's always been great. And he, I, I don't even think he was bad in this match. But I think this, this match was not very good. No. Uh, um, nope. Nope. And I, and I, I, I think it was poor placement for the match because nothing could have followed what we watched. Yeah. And I, and I'll say this. To be fair to all six guys in this match, at Wrestle Kingdom, a show I hold in very high regard, as we've already heard, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay co-main-evented the show, and they did not go on last. And the main event of that show was Okada and Switchblade Jay White, who both guys I hold in very high regard. And I watched that live. And I had a hard time getting into the main event, although I give mm-hmm. Jay White all the credit in the world. because Oh, thought, did he try? He yeah. tried. And oh, then he, he tried. Killed he, it. he was great. He back in, yeah. but he had a lot of time to do it, and these guys didn't have that much time. So I want to I throw the caveat out there that I think that had something to do with it. But I also think, again, 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 these thrown-together big team matches – they just do not work. They never have. They never will. That's just my opinion. I don't like them. I never have. Even New Japan used to do a lot more of them, especially on Wrestle Kingdom. Remember Wrestle Kingdom was like seven hours? Yep. And they used to throw all these like early, yep. like they, they didn't even call it Wrestle Kingdom. It was like the pre-show. So now the pre-show is still like their battle royal, which is like their thing. And they have all these surprise entrants, which is great. Uh, and then, but then they would have like all these thrown together eight man tags mm-hmm. and six man tags. I remember. Tags, yep. tag, and we used to be like, it's just a waste of fucking time. And now they just get right into the teeth of it. And I and and I think this this match just I I don't even know how to put my finger on it. I just didn't like it. White House. White House. I think. It, to to an extent, yes, AC, I agree with you about these these uh, these type of matches. They do work when they're booked correctly. That is the problem with AEW because you just you just and use when you don't Japan, every fucking show. Yeah, you just use New Japan as an example, and they do these these harsh hosh posh type of matches a, a lot with the G one. Well, they did before; they didn't do it last year. Well, yeah, well, they do past, that because that, there's you know, a very hard is with guys who are in the other blocks who aren't doing their block matches in the, and, in the next half are the block what's the, what's the reason for that, though? You know, the reason for that is that's for the live crowd. Right. Because four G1 matches are what are right. what they're really right. there. For. Right. And that's just preemptive. We'll give you some entertainment because yeah. we don't want to give you right. four match cards. Those but, matches are not made to make the TV show great. No, but they but some of them end up being very good. Why is that? Yeah, because Gato knows how to book matches. I, 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 and and, and, and does yeah, it. But you don't you don't take that. They but they're they're not taking that match on the G one also and putting it between Omega Osprey and Gato. No, they're not. They're all in the beginning. They're all shoved in the beginning. Really, 100%. they should have just put the girls' right. match in between. One hundred percent match placement. Totally agree. Totally agree. 
Because personally, I would have put, I would have put the freaking ladies match there yeah. because it was gonna. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna get a huge crowd there. You could have stuck that there and put this one, you know, where the, that ladies match was. Not the Willow one, but the other one. You know, uh, the one with Tony Storm in it. You could have done that. That would have made Wait, more wasn't sense. Wasn't that the same match? Wait, what, didn't they fight each other? Willow and Tony? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I would have put them there. That's what I would I would have just had Tony there and not Willow, but that's just me. That, anyway, that's, yeah. That's I mean, rather here nor there. Yeah. Willow's even lucky she got that belt. It wasn't for, it wasn't for Sasha Banks breaking her foot in the match. But what a... Anyway. I digress. White House, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to young White House. Okay? Okay. I want to talk to WCW NWA White House. Okay. Okay? It's 2023. Yeah. Sting is 64 years old. Yeah. And he's in a match on a pay-per-view. Yeah. That sucks, and none of us care what yeah. happened. Yeah. What happened, White House? It, 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 it's 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 Ric Flair two point mm. You know because did you did you watch Dynamite last night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see them sorting with bats? Yep. That that pissed me off. That was yep. fucking retarded. Unbelievable. Uh, well, the, I mean, the, I, listen, they didn't just stop there. I mean, he decided to break his face later. And then and then you Ugh. got him jumping off a fucking ladder, Ugh. and he almost right misses. Right into it. He almost went face first in the edge of that table. Yep. I, you know, you're doing this. Here's the thing. I get stick. I get it. He he did it once and he had that huge pop. He got fucking lucky. Now he wants to do it all the time. Yep. And it, it bothers me. But but the but what bothered me more, if you list, if we list them. Was the the sword fencing with bats? <laughs> when did he do that? You know, and then to go back to to uh, forbidden door. Dude, just and, think, and, think of, hold on, come on. We can't, we can't just, you can't just say that and move on that quickly. I, I have to say this. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fucking Chris Jericho instinct. Uh huh. Like, yeah. What, yeah. What is yeah. going on? In, like, is AEW melting brains? Like, it's Chris Jericho mm. instinct. Maybe they're not on your Mount Rushmore, but they're like on your B team Mount Rushmore, which is pretty it's tier two good. Mount Rushmore. It's, yeah, and Jericho at one point fighting with bats, debatable. Ring. Oh, you know what? The best part of that AC, the icing on the cake last night. Jericho's cutting the promo backstage, and he actually said, oh, "Dude, I wanted to smack him right in the face because he said he actually said." Chris Jericho and Sting for the first time, like it should have been years ago. And I'm like, like, you motherfucker, motherfucker, you were you were sword fighting Sting three nights ago. Yeah, whose fault is that? Yeah, and 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 and, it, and the other part about that promo that pissed me off is he was in his regular clothes, mm-hmm. and I and I'm looking at the bottom corner, left corner of the screen, and it's. It's the Painmaker Jericho, the New Japan Painmaker Jericho. Yes, yes. And I'm like, wait a minute. Which he should have done at Forbidden Door. Wait, mm-hmm. You're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, he, but also, right, yeah, thank you. But also, I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, huh? Then he goes, you're not getting the regular Jericho sting. You're getting Painmaker Jericho. 
And I'm like, all right, asshole. I already fucking know because they put it on the bottom of the screen. I saw it before you said it. <laughs> so, yeah, you just like, thanks for the surprise, bro. Now, maybe that's not his fault. I, I don't know. But that's a this is the uh, this, yep. this is the yep. problem with this company. <laughs> and it pisses me off because I want to like it. And here's the other thing. I'm going to just go on to my fucking rant now because I can't take it anymore. I got to say, you know what? I listened, I listened to fucking Bully Ray today and, and Dreamer. And they are the hardcore legends. I totally get it. I understand. And they wrestled and we did it. I get that. I understand it. They know what's happening better than we do. I get it. You like to remind us of it all the fucking time. This and, and athletes are like this, and wrestlers are. You never did it, so you don't know. And blah blah blah. Well, here's what I know. I'm a fan watching the show on TV, and I've been watching wrestling since before I could even fucking remember. And here's what I know. I don't need to see my one of my legends. Sting break his fucking face on a fucking yep. table yep. at 64 years old. I am okay with seeing Sting have a big spot in the match where he does a scorpion death drop and puts him, you know, does his moveset, you know, the the whole thing. I, I, can't, yep. I can't even think of the fucking moves right now. Woo! Yeah, I love you, Sting. I don't need to see you jump off a fucking ladder through a table. And Bully Ray on the show today goes, I told you guys something you didn't know. That's a one-table spot. Well, guess what, asshole? I texted my friends last night. Why was the fucking second table there? So I don't know anything. Well, guess what? I fucking do know something. I knew that he never should have done it. I don't care that Sting felt good about it, and it's his decision. And here, I am not even blaming Tony Khan for Sting doing it. I am going to blame the culture that Tony Khan allows at AEW that makes Sting think he needs to do this or it's okay to do this. You, this, they do so many of these spots, so many tables, so many ladders, so many jumping off this, so many hitting a guy with that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's overboard. You, it's percentages. It's law of averages. People are, the more you do this, yep. the more yep. people are going to get hurt. You just had Dante Martin shatter his fucking leg because Pentagon Jr., who should fucking know better, decides to do this crazy flip spot through four fucking tables on a goddamn R-rate show. Nobody watched. Nobody watched it. Then we get this El Viking King Vikingo. Oh. This guy, why is this guy on your show? He he's a spot monkey. Thank he you, has Keith no psychology. There's nothing. Keith take Lee guess, took a heel to the face. Lee. He took it. Not only that, he grabbed his fucking legs before he broke his fucking neck. I don't need to watch people almost die on TV. This is not why I'm watching pro wrestling. Did Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, the biggest match of the year. Top. It's the third best match of the year, probably maybe fourth. At WrestleMania. Did they do any of that? Any of it? Not Nothing. They had to do none of it. Because they know how to work. They know how to make you believe it's a fight. They know how to make you believe you can't stand it. Brock Lesnar. I, I was just thinking about this driving today. 
Brock Lesnar, every time Brock Lesnar beats somebody up, you're thinking in your head, damn, is Brock really kicking his ass? Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because he's fucking good at it. Yep. When I see Vikingo, I don't see someone that wants to fight somebody. I see someone who wants to jump around and flip and be a fucking acrobat and have everybody cheer him. And I'll tell you this right now. If I was a wrestling promoter, and it's just all my friends that promote wrestling out there, if you're listening, I would never book that guy on my show. And here's why. I don't need that guy dying in front of my fucking audience or paralyzing himself. And I'm telling you right now, if he keeps going like he's going, it's going to happen. And I don't want to watch it. Yep, if you didn't see the show last night, what my friend AC is referring to is El Vikingo doing the flippy-dippy-doo, undershot, and Keith Lee physically had to catch him by the legs so he didn't break his own neck. Uh, That's what he's referring to. Look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Out of his fucking head if Lee didn't pull him back. And he just got him, by the way. Yep, yep. And I'll tell you, he's lucky that somebody like Keith Lee was the guy standing there. Yeah, because, because I don't know if anybody else could have caught him. Yeah, uh, yeah. looks like powerful. And second of all, he's he like he's he he knew Keith Lee was watching, and he's like, oh shit, he undershot. Yep. Yep. You know, one of these other guys. Who knows if they would have known that? Mm. And if looks could kill, he was frustrated. He, he was yep. pretty frustrated. But, and you don't uh, need, you don't need to be a pro wrestler to know that or see it. And you don't need you don't and, and as a fan, do you? I, 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 dude, maybe we're just old. You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, call me a boomer. I'm out of touch. Whatever. I'm not a fucking boomer, but you get it. <laughs> I've been called, I've been called that online before, so I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, I brought this up on the show before, and I've talked. To, you guys know this. One of the biggest things that annoys me about pro wrestling is I don't want to see these cringe moments. Where I'm more worried about the person I'm watching safety than I am about being entertained by the performance. Right. I'm sorry. Like that it just doesn't do it for me. And if that makes me out of touch and old and a boomer or whatever else, I'll wear it with a badge of honor because I'm still and 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 if that's really where wrestling is gonna go, and I don't think it totally is, because I think there are still people there that are smart enough to realize that's not the way to do it. Too bad most of them are in WWE, by the way. Uh, and this, and I thought about this today. Triple H recently, well, in the last year or so, when it came out that he's trying to get the people in WWE to do, you know, you know, do your spots, but let let's work safety, mm-hmm. safety. Uh, let's question: Is this worth doing? And and you know, we've been knocking Cornette all night, but Cornette brought this up with the. Uh, Mark Briscoe and um, I forget it was Mark Briscoe and somebody else. I forget who it was. Uh, where he talked about the ba- the balcony spot. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna do it in front of 700 people. Where we got a pay per view in two weeks. You know, and no, and you're you're thinking you need to do this, but nobody in the building really thinks you need to do this. And on top of that, he, he I, I was thinking about that today when I saw the vis- video I sent you in Stings of I, I think it was. Colby Carino was part of it. I don't think it was him who jumped. The guy jumps off the fucking balcony trying to jump through two tables. Neither one of the tables breaks, and he basically was like a dead duck falling down. Now, from what I understand, he's fine. This time. Yep. And what are these idiots in the, you're idiots in the crowd? Get it, bro! Yeah, yeah! And then you hear the girl say, 
Oh my God, the table didn't break. Oh my God, the table didn't break. How about, oh my God, is he alive? Yeah. This is when you go to the show, the table didn't break. The table didn't break. That's a human being. I, I, dude, I just don't get it anymore. No, you're, you're right, dude. They, they need to scale it way back. Like, we, oh man. If you, if you this is what LA Knight was talking about. Yes, if yes. You need to do that to get over. You're not going to get over. LA Knight, you know, I, I get it. And WWE guys is too old. I get it. But guess what? The crowd, he plays the, it's the same thing like Eddie Kingston. Why does every WWE, AEW fan like Eddie Kingston? He could talk. Eddie Kingston doesn't do fucking flips and shit. Yeah. He's a true. fighter. He, it, it's like the Brock Lesnar thing. That guy makes you believe he's in a fight. Also, that guy could talk and sell you on matches and, and, and stuff like that. Now, some of this stuff isn't always great. I get it. Whatever. But I'll tell you, and, and, and you know, and he, He's got a little heavy. He's a bit hurt, but it almost—it sometimes it doesn't really matter. It's fucking Eddie. And, and, and Bully brought this up on the fucking uh, busted open. I was listening to. You got fifteen, sixteen thousand people, however many people in the arena. You have a match with ten guys in there: Ishii, Naito, the Young Bucks, Moxley, Claudio, Hangman. The whole crowd is chanting for fucking Eddie. Yeah, that's a great so, point. Yeah, right. Yep. And he's right about that. But th- that's also why. Do you, listen, we all like spots in some instances. Like when I watched Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, there were some spots in that match. But there was a whole lot of other shit too. Yep, there was and, one and, and in I, particular that was rough. Yeah, yeah, there was a rough one. I agree. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yep. Especially in a match that long where you have so many of those, you know, so many different moves and everything else. Mm-hmm. And it, but there was also, you know what, I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw credit on, on Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is the one laying on the table while Sting, who's 64, is jumping off a ladder trying to go <clears> through <throat> the table. Well, he brought up another point that Sammy should have been on the furthest table, not the first one. So Sting would shoot for the fur- furthest table. But he also said it was a one-table spot, which we all knew anyway. But, yes, right. yep. uh, let's let's say it didn't happen. Here's my problem with all this. If you take that table, move it a little closer, put Sting on it, and it's Sammy jumping off the fucking ladder doing his 630, which yep. he's done a million times, which he nails perfectly. Beautiful all the time. time. Yep. It's You watch that, and you're like, oh, that's really cool. Why? Because you don't think someone's going to die while they're doing it. Right. That's my point. Yeah, I think AEW really needs to scale back to where, yep. I mean, we we talk about it. You know, Sting at this point should be, he should have had, he should be having matches like MJF and Tanahashi had. No, you know, no drama, no craziness, just in the ring, let him go through his moveset, you know, nice and easy. I don't understand, man. I really don't. Like, Isn't he needs to realize. And being in a tag team, basically, with Darby. Isn't that the fucking point of having him in a tag team? Oh, you would think, but... <laughs> God, we called that one wrong. And I get it. I get it. Nobody... It, 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 I get Bullying Dreamer's point. Nobody's forcing Sting to do it. I Listen, I, I'm calling him out, too. He shouldn't be doing yes. it. Yep. He doesn't need to do it. Yep. What does Sting need to do? You know what? If Jeff Hardy does that, I get it. 
Why? Because Jeff Hardy's done that his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's do uh let's move on. We'll go to uh Danielson Okada. Again, tough spot a couple yep. minutes after the big crazy match. Uh you know what? You know, I'm gonna kick the I thought this match was very good. You find out Danielson's arms broken. Uh the the submission finish was not what I expected. Very cool. Uh, Hollywood, you know, I'll kick this one to you first. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Son, Okada. I'll and keep we'll it brief. Because we'll, I know we'll, White House has yeah, a lot this time. I have a feeling White House probably has a lot more to say. But first thing, thing I wanted to say is I didn't even notice the broken arm. I thought I, at the end when he was using his foot to, to get – uh, Okada the tap. I thought he was just being like, you know, creative because he, he did it, and I was uh, like, I never saw that before. That's that, fucking great, right? That elbow drop, he the way he landed. Ah, okay. Was the elbow drop. Okay. The second one, yeah, the second one. With, I'll tell you what, if he didn't say it in the scrum, I wouldn't have known until I read it either. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I thought it was great, man. Uh, I have this, you know, one B. I think it lived up to what it what it was. I don't. I mean. The problem was the match placement because everybody was just fucking drained after, yep. obviously, yeah. Omega o- o- Osprey. But yep. yeah, Okada. I think if they reversal would have helped. They could have. Yes. They could have reversed it and put them back to back, and I think it would have worked. Yeah, probably. Probably. Plus, I'll go back to what White House said earlier: the Kenny Omega Canada factor. I think that's a big factor in this. Is that's mm. the guy you were there to see? Yeah, yeah, it is a great point. That's it was a tough an over- one. It was an oversight. I, going into yeah. the match, I thought you could debate either way. Although I personally, I thought Omega Okada should go le- or Omega um, uh, Osprey should have gone last. I I would have I would have made the case for that going last. But I also agree that there is an argument for either or because it's Danielson and right. because it's Okada, and right. I get. That. But I just had the feeling, given the first match that they would be a very tough act to follow. Yeah. Now, vice versa is true, too. Okada still got it. Okada's uh-huh. dropkick still got uh-huh. it. Okada's uh-huh. psychology He's still got a... it. Huh? Dude, White House take over because, uh, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was great, yeah. and it would have been, you know, the five-star match if Omega and Osprey weren't on it. So, yeah, awesome. I not many matches live up to expectation. This one did. It could have even superseded it if they didn't have to cut it ten minutes uh, earlier than, than than they wanted. When Daniel Bryan came out to final countdown, had me all in. I was fucking awesome. tired, dude. Awesome. I was tired. I was cooked, man. He came down. He came down to that, which I loved it. But with him being in BC. BBC or uh, the the Blackpool uh, Combat Club. Um, I don't know if he should have done that because the pop reception he was getting was was more of a face than than that heel. You know what I mean? So that was the only confusion thing with because I'm finding Daniel Brian Danielson's character a little confusing. Yeah, when he's on commentary, when when his homeboys are in the ring. He sounds like a heel, you know. But yeah, his the way he reacts to the fans 
doing the yes chant during the match was very conflicting because it's Daniel Bryan a healer face. Just saying that I mean that was the only that was the only reason why for me I didn't rate it a five star match was because I found Brian uh Brian and I know it sounds petty, but I found his character conflicting. You didn't know if he was a healer face. No, I don't think it's petty. It's, it's a great point because I got sucked into what it was, and I totally threw his character out the window. Yeah, me, the guy, the character guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And yeah. I just thought, I liked the finish of him tapping out, him being meaning Okada, which I think this sets up for, you know, Okada uh, Danielson 2, you know, and, and I, I mean, I could count on one hand how many times I've personally have seen Okada tap out. So I thought that was a good finish. And, you know, and it still didn't answer the question of who's the best in the world. I know Daniel Danielson got the tap out. Um, I, 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 it's funny because Jackson, he fell asleep. He couldn't watch it. So the next day, when I got home from work before we ate dinner, you know, that was the last the last two matches on that card, you know, Jackson wanted to watch. And he watched the main event and Okada's his guy. He was pissed. But uh but he enjoyed it and it and you know, he wanted Okada to win. So I like the match. For me, you know, the fact that and see I'm torn. I didn't like how this whole character thing with with, with, with Brian um but you know, the dude wrestled with a broken forearm. The last quarter of the match, dude's a fucking beat machine, man. Yeah, I may not be the biggest Brian Danielson fan. The this version, ROH, I was a huge Brian Danielson fan. You know, I may not be, but I like what he's doing in AEW than I did towards the end of WWE. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you know, I I, I want. I know when I after watching this match, there was two things. One, I want Brian to detach himself to the Blackpool Combat Club and do his own thing because I do. I could see a championship run, and you know you could see it. You know, well, maybe rumor, not a long. The rumor is because the injury is going to be longer than expected. Right. Maybe not that, a uh, long one, but. You know, Chris Hero is going to take his spot. You know, you could see it, but I don't know now. But I mean, it, it, but he's a fucking machine, man. I, I got res- the respect I got for Brian Danielson after that match went up where it was. Um, I just didn't like him doing his babyface things in there, but that's just me. But Okada, he's still the best bout. You know, he he, he yeah, still has yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think I think it's Will Osprey's world now, but Okada's yeah, right there. Okada's right there. Omega, and it's yeah. ten years. You know, yeah. and it's and Okada's back. You know, Omega's coming back. You know, uh, I just the match was great for me. It was four, four and a half. You know, nitpicking why it wasn't five, but. It it, it, it it met expectation. And for TK, I, that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the BCC thing, I, I 
it's been like a mixed bag for Danielson for sure. Uh, he's in, he's out, he's heel, he's face. It, I don't know. It's just the back and forth of it. Of it I don't like. Uh, if the Chris Hero thing is true, I you know, we'll see uh, how that might plays actually, out. might actually be good. It might, yeah, it might be good. Right. I mean, I but I think if you do that, I think you got to make Moxley the leader, right? Yeah, for sure. Which it's kind of they're trying to play it as Danielson as the leader, uh, but yeah, uh, if he's going to be out for a while, you can easily remove him from that, um, and you could even address it later on, which I know they never do anyway, but <laughs> they don't like to address things. The one thing before we move on to the uh, the big the big match here. Um, the final countdown. Da, da, da. Dude, when awesome. I, I was convinced all day that Okada was going to win. And when the final countdown hit, I'm like, Danielson's going to win. Yeah, that was me. That, <laughs> yeah. that was me. Because I was like, no. they haven't done it yet. And the fact that they went there. And to your point, White House, about, yeah, it, he's good as a heel with that. You can't play the final countdown with him coming out if he's a heel. No, you can't. Right? You can't. Because it's going to get a pop. Anybody right, right, that's there that knows is going to pop it. And here's the thing. There's probably people there that know about the final countdown now because it was such a big story when he first came in that probably never even knew, you know, never even heard or saw him wrestle in ROH. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So so there's no way you could if – you, if you were trying to keep that as like a heel situation, you can't do the song. But Tony, Tony doesn't think about things like that, though. <laughs> you know, and, and and again, I know I'm nitpicking, and you know, some some you know some of the guys listening may say, "Fucking dude, why else? You're crazy." But it, it's confusing, and you if you ever no, you're listen, not wrong, dude. You're not if wrong. You ever, you know, when Jim Ross talks about distinguishing between a heel and I'm a baby face. What's that? The commentary is confusing. Yeah, That's yeah, one of the. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't bring this up earlier. One of the biggest things I like about Collision is Collision. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Kelly Kevin and Kelly. Nigel. One hundred percent. Kevin Kelly and Nigel. They have a chemistry. It's the two of them. Uh, and I know it wasn't supposed to be the two of them, but it kind of worked out that way. And I'm hoping that the powers that be are listening to this, saying there's no need to. There's no anything need. else. There's it, no need. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's no so need. So much better. Yeah. So much better. And, and, that's, right. and, and another reason why um, for, Forbidden Door was such a success is because you had Kevin Kelly. Kevin, Kevin, so, Kevin, all right. So I, well, I forgot about it. I wanted to bring that up. Here, here's, where, here's where my take on that is. In the Okada, or in the, I, I keep saying it. <laughs> Okada Omega is always going to be on the brand. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, their 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 run was so great together. Omega Osprey, which is equally as great so far. Uh, match Kevin Kelly, and I think the reason why is they presented this as a New Japan match with New Japan rules, but without a New Japan ref. So we'll get there. Uh, but. Kevin Kelly kind of led with the commentary in that match. One of the things I dislike about Danielson and Okada, which is no fault of their own, this is like a production thing and a and a viewer watching thing is the guy that knows the most about Okada, and maybe even Danielson to be honest, is Kevin Kelly. Kevin knows. Kelly yep. And Shivani and Excalibur pretty much dominated the commentary of that match. Yep. I like Tony Schiavone. 
He's awful but now. He's awful now. He had no clue <sighs> what kind of wrestler Okada is. No, nope. he admitted it was his first time watching him. High flying, this that Okada's not high flying. And that's why, but that's my point. Even if that's the case, and this is the dumb excuse that's always made for these commentators, and, and yes, they're put in a bad spot, but they're also do a bad job. So you're telling me that Tony Schiavone found out that morning that he was the lead commentator for that match? I don't buy that for a second. So Tony Schiavone couldn't have, like, you know, watched, like, four or five Okada matches this week to get ready for the show? They, none of these guys could do any of their own fucking homework? Same thing with Cornette. If you want to go on your show and trash a guy, why don't you watch a few more of his matches first? Yeah. Why don't you really get a feel for who that? he is? And why why wouldn't Shivani do that? And shame on Scalibur too. They had no idea Okada's style, who he is, nothing, nothing. They just knew the name. That might be, and that's that's not only a disservice to us who know and love Okada. It's a disservice to the people who've never seen him because your job is to tell them who he is. Kevin, and if Kevin, you cannot do it, the guy sitting next to you can. So let him do it. It's also Kevin a disservice Kelly. to the company that you're borrowing them from. Yeah, exactly. Kevin or Kelly. You, you know damn well that Tony funded that fucking show. Kevin Kelly's filled in so many gaps for those who, for the novice. You know, for the for the newcomer, New Japan. You know, you fan. know what? He fair, explained Rick, so much. Yeah, Rick Aboni does it too. Yeah. And they give him nothing. They give him yeah. nothing. He's the same thing. He knows more about that roster than their own commentary team. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. You know, him him explaining him <laughs> if we go back to the Sonata and uh, uh Jungle Boy match, he did such a great job. Of explaining how Sonata got right there, yeah. you know, with the just the four he guys and it turned into just the five guys. And he just gave you the backstory that. for the people All that of, don't know. It's fantastic. Yep. It was this, good. this is the thing, and, get, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a boat bouquet at Michael Cole here, and he's been a lot better recently than I've ever thought he's been. But the one thing I'll give him credit for when he calls a match, he knows it inside and out. He yep. knows the feud. Yes, he, he knows what happened on every show. He, dude, he knows what they had for fucking breakfast. <laughs> and, yep. the, and the AEW commentators have no clue. And that all changed with Kevin and Nigel. And it changed with Kevin on that show. And for some reason, I do not know what the reason is. Probably because they're calling an AEW match and not a New Japan match. They led with Tony and Excalibur, and they fell on their fucking faces. I don't care what kind of legend Tony Schiavone is. That's facts. I Listen, I, if I'm going to call out Jim Ross, I'm going to call out Tony Schiavone. Yeah, he's, he's, his flaws stood out. Of all the matches on the card, his flaws stood out on, uh, on the Okada main event. Like, I mean, he was a fanboy with uh, Will Ospreay. You know what I mean? He was... You know, he was, you know, but, but he's seen, seen him. He's seen him he's a seen little him. bit, too. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, no, but, 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 yeah, he, uh, his, his flaws stood out. I just, I just, in my, for me right now, he's, Kevin Kelly's the number one in the business. Um, I, it's not even close. I, and yeah, now with TK, 
TK using them on Saturday nights. It's no, I know the ratings aren't showing it. And I think a lot of that has to do with Dynamite sucks so bad that they're not tuning in to Collision. But it's, dude, a, it's, it's, a, it's a much worse, dude, it's a tough TV. It's a tough it is, TV. it is tough. But I think, I think they could, be, I think it's going to take, it's going to be a slow build, but I think there could be a success to it. And it's going to be because, one, it is a better wrestling show, and two, the commentating team, man. It is. I, I so think it much is, better. but it's going to be DVR driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. It's so bad. It's still People are it's still, still watching, and they're watching, and they're watching. Yeah, that's I, all that matters. The um, I, I forgot the fucking point I was going to make. Slowly slipped my mind. <laughs> but I, I just think it's a better. I mean, I mean, you had, uh, you know, you had uh, what's that? Uh, Andrade and Buddy Matthews that first night. Yeah. Hell of a match. God. Hell yeah. of a match. All right, let's let I I, I gotta I gotta do something real quick before we get we gotta do Omega and Osprey and we'll close the show with that. But before we get there, I have to bring this up. Hangman and the Bucks versus Dark Order last night. Oh. On Dynamite. Loved it. Why are they not doing more with guys like and I'm not saying this because you're avid listener with like Uno and, and dude, dude, these Dark Order guys are not bad. Nope. They have charisma. Yep. They can work in the ring, and it seems like the only time they could get on TV is when it's time to Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't understand why they're getting shit on. The match wasn't bad, guys, but it pissed me off. Is because they're getting shit on again. Well, now it's but, Page shitting on them. Well, he actually, I mean, he actually told a story for once in his life, which I thought was, I'll throw, I'll, I'll actually give him credit because at least he, like, the conflict of wanting to fight them and not wanting to fight them, at least, at least there was something there. But I like, see, this is the thing is like, I think this is how you elevate it. It's got to be Page and Uno because yes. Yes. Uno's the guy, like, the guy that's really at him. And I, Listen, I like uh, Johnny Hungy, the whole thing, but he's still like the little guy. Like, I know he's strong, and I, I'm not trying to. I only can take him. Down him. I only can take a certain amount of him. Yeah, it, but he's kind of you know, it's yeah. it's too jokey and everything else. Yeah, I take Uno serious. Yes, and I I'm with you. Heel Uno versus Hangman. That makes sense to me. I loved. It looking at hangman with the blood dripping and he's look he's like hanging on the ropes looking at them yeah, walking that was, away that was good. and they're, they're good. just like shaking their heads yeah, like no nope. that's good at the end yeah I, that yeah. was really cool yeah i think they're going somewhere with that clearly you you yeah. want to know something as as much as we crush them for storytelling and not like just not going back to things or pretending like they never happened and although i'm not going to say i liked this whole Page Dark Order thing. They actually can salvage the whole thing here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and that and I don't know who gets the credit for that, but if you you could really make the Dark Order see, I don't know if you could do it with with Silver, make them heal because I just don't know the fans like him too much. I just don't know if he'll be great as a heel. Yeah. Like not I, I anymore. Don't, you can't. Yeah. Because you got the elite, you got the elite shit he does on there. 
You got the goofy yeah. elbows he does. But but I still yeah. but I but my point is I think you could do it with Uno. Yeah, I think that's where you go with this, and I think they've kind of done that. And my my blow off for this whole thing would be Uno and Hangman one on one. Shout out Uno. Great job, Uno. You are all all right. All right, we got we we had to bring it up for our boy, our our uh, our fan and our boy. We love you, buddy. Keep listening. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And remind MJF he stole the pebble because that was mine. <laughs> but anyway, you know what? WWE might have sold Civil War from us because we've been booking that for a I while. I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. They dude. actually called it Civil War. Dude, dude it's shit. funny when we said that like My boy texted me. We said that like two years ago. Yeah. My boy texted me and he's like, bro, you guys booked that. <laughs> He's like, maybe not like exactly. Right, yeah. He's yeah. like, well, you guys booked like the Civil War aspect of it. I go, I go, yeah, I go. But if they bring in all, like, start bringing in those <laughs> other guys, like, dude, I want fucking royalties, bro. At least, at least buy us like a studio or something. Yeah, something. Like, something. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. I don't, you know what? White House, yeah. take it. Um, you, and this is why I want you to take it. You, again, this is one of your guys, although we all love Osprey, this is one of your guys for a long fucking time. Uh, I came around on him much later than you did. Uh, obviously the, uh, he got very serious, strong style, put on some weight, then his charisma and his mic skills and everything else came out and you realized it was total package but you saw it before everybody you take it number two omega osprey uh, out does number one which i yeah. never thought was possible yeah. what do you no, think? it did it did uh it definitely outdid it and you know you think trilogies edwards i'm gonna throw a couple i'm gonna throw a couple out Ooh. you just dropped uh, you know wcb did WCW, NWA days. And when you talk trilogies, you know, you talk Rick Flair and Steamboat. Right. Mm. And, you know, I never thought I would see a trilogy that would top that. And I could say after just two, they, they topped it. Damn. They topped it, and now we're hitting my favorite trilogy of all time uh, is Samoa Joe CM Punk. Okay, that's fair. They're not there yet, right? This this match match three can't be a done. That's until you see the Tribal Chief versus Cody Rhodes. You know, <laughs> match three can't be a done. Match three has to be better, if not better. Just as good as match one. Do you know what I mean? I don't it's think I, I don't think it's gonna be better than two. All in. It's got to mean a yeah. all. Yeah. That's know, where it's got to be. It's in. We'll end with that because I don't know. I'm looking at dates. I don't know because we'll go back to that. Now I'll tell you why I don't know. Okay. Um, the, 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 the the what they did in the ring and. You know what was awesome, and this is why this will be one of my favorite matches of all time, was because I had Jackson sitting next to me watching this match. 
This was the last match of the night for him. He had to go to bed because he had nothing left. He was cooked. And the the and react- about to whoop that ass if he didn't go to bed too. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I'm kidding. How he was gonna whip his ass because he's he's in a little summer school program, oh. you know. And, and so yeah, um, but um, just his reactions and how much he was into it, and he cried at the end of the match because he had so much emotion. And Will Ospreay won, and he was very happy that he won. As much as he's in Okada, he's in Okada's his boy. He's turning into a very, very huge Will Ospreay guy now. And when 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 Will kicked out of the when uh, Omega kicked out of the uh, one winged angel on the one count, mm. I fucked. I popped. So yeah, hard. unbelievable. And he holds up on him, and and just the psychology. Go go into the beginning of the match. The psychology with with Osprey doing exactly to Omega what Omega did to him mm-hmm. in, in Wrestle Kingdom. I thought you was know, fantastic. Two, two things real quick. Not, not not to cut you off. Two things real yeah. quick. Yeah. That when he hulked up on him oh. after one winning in Angel. Dude. At that point, I was convinced Omega was going to win. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was convinced. I was like, ah, oh, he's going to fucking win. Now he's going to win. You know, and I, because I thought that the way you set up that third match was like, oh, Osprey wins with Omega's move. Like the ultimate, like, bitch slap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but to your point about the this slamming his head on, on the, the announce desk and everything else. That whole sequence where he did the run-up in Zaguri again, which yeah. it yeah. wasn't hit as well as the one in Japan, where he really, like, ran up him in Japan, but he did it. And then they had the uh, the apron spot, and then they go to the outside, and he's just pummeling his head on the table. And I'm just, like, right then and there, I'm like, all right. I, like, th- the way they started building the match, I was like, we're going to get a New Japan match. Kenny coming out to his New Japan music, them saying New Japan rules, and then you start seeing them build a Wrestle Kingdom main event type match. I was like, okay, here we go. And then when you saw that, and that was pretty early on in the match, it was what about, well, it was about halfway through with when when he, the table spot. And I'm like, all right, you're going to get another 20 minutes of a fucking banger. Which it ended up being ten times better than I ever thought it was going to be at that point. Uh, you know, go. I have a couple other things, but go on. We'll see. We'll see. And, and I just, you know, him him kicking out of that and one and just the it 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 wasn't as stiff as the New Japan one. I I mean, there were spots where you couldn't look because you're like, was that really real? You know what I mean? There's moments of that in this one, but. I, I just found the psychology in this one was so the storytelling in this one and you saw how much Will wanted it in this one. It just dude. It it was a very it was a no, I shouldn't say very good because it was it was a perfect continuation of the story they told in Japan. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was great that Kevin Kelly led 
because Kevin Kelly's commentary on the match of Japan helps sell the whole story. Oh yeah, of Osprey trying to over, and it's the it's the it's the story that Osprey gave you. It's the story that Omega gave you. Like I know this guy is coming for my crown and he ain't taking it, but I I'm coming for your crown and I'm take. I can't be the best until I beat you, type thing. And Kevin Kelly played that up in both matches, beautifully, beautifully. And they both told this story, Osprey especially. Um, I thought the spot two weeks ago on Dynamite at the end uh, where Osprey attacked him, beat the yep. shit out of him. Yep. Kenny Omega, I'm coming for my revenge. I just like that. Just like gave me fucking goosebumps. I kept thinking about it during the match. Like just that was oh so well done. Well done. And but I, I'm gonna uh, give you two knocks and I'm gonna kick it to Hollywood. Yeah. Here's. Here's my two knocks on it. Don Callis coming back out after he kicked him out. Not that it ruined the match, but I don't. Right. That's one of those things again. Yeah. Uh, you, you've seen this before, and not just there. We saw it with uh, Solo in the in, the, in WrestleMania. Uh, you kick you kick the guy out, he comes back out. There's no repercussions. It, uh, and no repercussions followed that either. It's not like. They came out and said, oh, Solo is suspended for two weeks because he, he broke the referee's order. You know, they, they just left it alone. And and, yep. uh, and same thing with AEW, which you knew was going to happen. My other knock about this match is, how the fuck is Red Shoes not the referee? That, that's my, that was my only knock. I was letting the callous thing go, but it is a good point. And here's, and here's why. For me, it's you, Red Shoes. This is something I picked up on, and you have to be a New Japan fan to pick up on. And, and I'm not knocking, um, what's his name? The ref there. What the fuck's his name? The R.H. guy. Uh, oh, why can't I think of his name? The guy who ref the match. I don't remember his name. Turner? Was yes. it Turner? Yes, it was Turner. It was Turner. Okay. When he when they were outside that spot, this is where I picked up on it. When 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 he's smashing Omega's head on, on the uh, announce desk, what was Paul Turner doing? He was counting... One, two, like like you do for a 10 count. How do they count in New Japan? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And they count to 20, right? And I'm saying is like, if this is under New Japan rules, that doesn't coincide with how, that's not how they count. Now, again, I know this is like nitpicking shit, but I, you know what? And, And it's, this is has no. It's not. This is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I like. I'm all. Yeah. In. Yeah. And I'm with you on the trilogy thing because one of my favorite trilogies ever was Omega Okada. Yep. And I, I right now, you, you got to see the third one. Yep. Well, th- this is right there, and we just saw a fan, a, a legendary tag team trilogy with FTR and uh and Briscoes. Which nobody saw because it was a, because Khan couldn't do it on AEW, God forbid. But anyway, long story short, we just saw a great trilogy. I don't know how they live up to this match with the third one, but I'm sure it'll still be great and it, and it will be okay. You know, play into this whole one of the greatest trilogies ever. But right now, two matches through, I blown the fuck away. But those two things did happen. And it just felt those felt like con influence to me on a New Japan match. That's I Hollywood. Your thoughts? I don't have much to add because I think you guys just nailed it. Um, but 
The, yeah, the one thing that I hated was Callus coming back out, and I hated it when Solo did it. Yeah, uh, you brought that up, bro. I thought I about really you. I really hated have... it. Yeah. Listen, wrestling, bookers, fans, whatever, this shit can't keep happening. That You can't sell me on the fact, and, and this, is, this is one little dark cloud over one of the greatest matches I've ever seen, all right? Like, I'm just going to say that, right? It, it was freaking amazing. <laughs> yep. But for a referee to throw him out and then he comes back down and the referee is staring at him. This is New Japan title match under New Japan rules. Mm -hmm. If that was Red Shoes and he booted the Bullet Club 15 minutes into the match, if they came back down, he would boot them again. Yeah, he would have ran outside the ring. Yes, immediately. You can't keep doing this. I'm sorry. Come up with something else. Get better creative, whatever. If it's not Don Callis, hand one of his imaginary bodyguards the thing to give to Will Osprey. You can't keep doing it because it ruins shit. Or, or or you could have done something where Callis like threw it under the ring as he's leaving and yes, Osprey gets something. it later. Yes. And, and here's the thing, and this is what ticked me off the most about it. When he kicked them out so early, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Like, yeah, because I, I didn't want the match was, to be like... Why is yeah. Don Callis out here going to take away from this great match? That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you go back to like a lot of great Kenny Omega matches in New Japan, the Young Bucks were out there, but they got involved in the match like zero times. Yes. Like they might have yep. like yep. encouraged Kenny or helped him get back. In the, but they didn't attack his opponent. They didn't hand him weapons. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. That's not how they do it in New Japan. Like they're out there, like supporting you, and then they're gonna, you know, put ice on your neck after and spray. Right. You. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's the idea behind it. So, and it, and here's the thing: if if somebody's gonna be out there for Will Ospreay, shouldn't have been like uh, Kyle Fletcher or or um, one know, of the war dogs. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody, yeah. 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 It, and, and I know. See, and that's why that was the. Well, not the war dogs. The, I'm sorry, Aussie Open, the kid. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Kyle Fletcher. Yeah. So yeah. United Empire. Anybody. Anybody from United yeah. Empire. Yeah. But but here's the thing. That's where you see the eight. This was a New Japan match with two New Japan stars wrestling a New Japan match, and the AEW influence on this match was all bad. The ref and the callous stuff. Right. Because what they're doing is. Keeping their AEW Callus Omega storyline going when they didn't need to do this. This could have been totally separate. The uh, yeah. The other thing that this bothers me with is Callus picked Takeshita, right? Yeah. Like Callus picked Takeshita as his new family member, quote unquote. He should stay with Takeshita, not even worry about Osprey. Even though it's Omega, I understand it makes sense to a point. But no, if Takeshita's his guy. He should stay with Takeshita and stay out of this because yeah, Takeshita is the guy that he brought to defeat yes. you know uh, uh, Omega and AEW. And if Omega loses this match, it's fine uh, in the AEW storyline. And what you what you know what Don Callis is saying is you know Osprey just started the job. Now we're gonna finish it. There's you know you right yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 it yeah, takes yeah, yeah. nothing away from what they're doing. Uh, with Takeshka and and uh, and Omega and Callis, it yeah. really doesn't. And, and but this is this is Tony. This is he's not yeah. thinking about 
uh, how this looks or does this make sense? Like, like my my guess is he was like telling New Japan, and I don't know this. I'm just assuming. Uh, yeah, well, I'm putting your guy over, so you need to use my ref, and and my guy's gonna be out there, you know, uh, doing this and that, uh, and that's just how it's gonna go because my guy's losing or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because yeah. because I, from what I understand, uh, you know, all these different promotions that Omega's worked for, uh, AAA, New Japan. Yada yada, uh, Tony has final say on he could pull the plug if, if he loses or not. Right. So Tony had to approve him losing. And, and listen, and I'm sure Omega probably said to Tony, like, this is what has to happen for this mm-hmm. th- th- this whole thing. And this is, you know, this is our big show here and the whole thing. And then, you know, but, and that's the only thing that would worry me about doing the third one because I, I think Osprey should win the third he one. He has to. He has to. Uh, and, and if you do it at all in, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. But the, the only reason why I think it might is because it's in London or in, in, in the UK. And But you, you still have to have the third one. Uh, anyway, White House, you wanted to bring up something about timing and all that. With yeah, that. I mean, um, cause you, here, here's the thing. If you look all in, or, yeah, all in is... Um, what, August 15th? No, 27th or something. 27th yeah, or something, 27th. right? But if you look... Uh, now my page isn't working. All right, there we go. Are you looking at the G1 schedule? Yeah, you, the G1... I'm scrolling down. If you look at G1, G1 starts July 25th. Yeah. And the finals... Uh, scroll in... Uh, what was that? Finals, August 13th. It's it's possible, but do you oh, want... Do you want... Do you want... But here's the thing. Do you want Omega Offspray 3 after a G1 grind by Offspray? I would like to see it at Wrestle Kingdom. At Wrestle Kingdom, right? To be honest, yeah. All right, yeah. I I'd mean, rather I, wait. I, I mean... You obviously can. You obviously can do that, and and I think that's the only conclusion I'm coming up with, because there's a five month gap between one and two. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. It would. It doesn't. I was just thinking because of like how many fans and how big that show is that they might. They might. No. Yeah. Absolutely right. Plus, plus, if Brian misses the show now too. Which it seems likely is. Which happens. is likely, yeah. You're gonna need some heavy hitters on the show, and I don't know, I don't know how the hell you book this show without Brian. I mean, yeah, you have Punk, who half the half the world hates apparently. So I don't know what you do. You, I, I you know what? I wonder. I, I really wonder the reaction he'll get in uh, England. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to gauge that because you would think they'd be punk marks from WWE days, right? It could easily be young buck marks who yes. like, and I think that see that's the dynamic there that I think that's why punks getting booed too is that the young buck marks they're they're <laughs> just very culty loyalish. Let me ask you guys this: if it's if it's not Omega Osprey head, headlining all in, who does Omega face for a headline show? 
I mean, the way it's playing out, it'd probably be Takeshka, right? That's is that big? Not- is that big enough, though? I, I, you, I, dep- I think it depends on what else is on the show. Hey. See, I'm sitting. Think- here, see, I'm sitting here right now, and this is why. This is why I brought up Omega and Osprey all in. Mm-hmm. What match could they do that's bigger than that? Yeah, none. None. I think we get MJF Adam Cole. Yeah, I think that match is huge. I don't think it, I, it's, it's a big of, one. Yeah. Yeah, but in front of that crowd, you put Osprey in front of that crowd. I think we're gonna get Osprey, but I don't think I think it could be. Yeah, and I, and I think that I think the problem else. is. Osprey's New Japan, and he's not an AEW guy, and I think that's why. That's I think ultimately that's the problem with the thing. Or, or you're gonna get you're gonna get one of uh, one of uh, AC's favorite. You're gonna get one of those cars bodges of tag teams where you get United Kingdom versus the Elite. Mm. Yeah, well, that yeah, that could happen. That could happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, you're still getting. You're getting a little piece of Omega Osprey. Yeah, you're, 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 well, you're continuing you're continuing the story yeah. here. Like I, I get, see- I get that. But what, but to Edwards's point is, what's your main event then? Omega. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the Elite versus United Kingdom. The main event of that show is going to be. Oh, uh, I mean, obviously, probably MJF Adam Cole. Yeah, I, yeah you know what. I don't I, know, bro. I and really, I, I love I really Adam think that's Cole. We're getting because you had Adam announce it. You know what I mean? You, if you if you keep those two matches and then throw a Punk match, who would Punk go against? That would be main main event worthy. Is there anybody? Do we get? <laughs> Honestly, Punk Omega. <laughs> well, that's an idea. Punk page. <laughs> Punk page, maybe. Yeah, I don't think that. You know what? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I, again, I think the more likely guy that would I be on board is Omega. I don't know if you get to either one of them by then. Well, if you don't uh, get you, if you don't get United Kingdom, the elite. You get uh, CMFTR versus the elite. Yeah, but I see, bro. I don't think you mm. can close that show one of those fucking gimmick, fucking six man matches like this. That, dude, that show's got to close. That six man match. match or that six man match can close a card. Not that card, bro. What, there's gonna be like ninety thousand. There's gonna be ninety thousand people there. Fucking one of the biggest gates in wrestling history. Yeah, and you're it's, gonna and you're gonna see uh, you're gonna see CM Punk go up against the the elite who shat shat on for over no, a year. It, it, you're not going to see, dude. That is not going to be the match. I, no, I would guarantee you that's not dude, the match. I'd say that would be pretty badass. Takes the balls for him to do well, it. it. It would. It would. It I, would. I, I get. I get what you're saying. But the fact that we're sitting here, think about this. Literally two months from this show, and you can't name the main event. You can't even name what. You know what I mean? These are all like speculative main events. Right. When when. <laughs> It would have to be Punk Omega. Like you could, you can get two great matches out of that, and then you could do Bucks versus FTR alone. Good. I mean, that would yeah, that would be would be great to do. I could see that. That's yeah, that dude. I like. I like. I like your thought process there, hundred percent. Especially because FTR has a tag team title they never fucking defend. 
<laughs> and, and we keep hearing from the young bucks how they go, oh, well, they, you know, they, where tag team wrestling is going to be right, the main event right, and everything right. else. It never fucking happens, you know, and that's why that's my biggest problem with them. But you, it's going to be interesting. You're, you're really, you're, they have a, AEW has a major star power issue. Yeah, they because do. Of oh, yeah, the we talked drama. about that. Our last because show together, the, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, because of the drama, too. Yeah. And because guys keep getting injured. They are top heavy. There's a serious drop off. Yeah, but they, that's yeah, part of their they're, that's part of their problem. Yeah, but I don't even know. If, I don't even know if they're top heavy. I think they're like they're like borderline star heavy, and then a huge drop off. But they're not star heavy. You know what I mean? Like right, nobody's yeah. really nobody's really star heavy. But like we we were when when you were two out two months out from WrestleMania, like. You knew Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes were fighting. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like yeah, they had that, okay, Rumble. that's the biggest match. Right. Okay, here we go. Royal you know what I'm saying? That. You know what? That's a great point. Like, they need to start building this immediately because yeah. two months they will be here before you it. know it. Yeah. They need to get on it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what, seven, eight dynamites, seven, eight collisions? Uh huh. Like, this, you, yeah, I get the idea that the fans are going to be there. Like, we know they're going to be there. But here's the problem. You can't throw a dud on that show. No. Uh, that show needs it. to deliver. Oh, there's big potential for it. Oh, yeah. for a dud? Yeah. Oh, actually, I would, right now, if you put a gun to my head and said great show or dud, I'd give you dud. Because, right I, mean, I mean, let's be real. Forbidden Door now, was I reserve a good... the right to change that, but sure. right now, sure. I'm yeah. saying. Sure. For, for, forbidden Door was a success. Why? New Japan was involved. Right, and it, exactly my point. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly my point. They, they, and I'm sure they're going. They, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure at there's going to be a lot of influx of talent. I'm sure there's going to be sure. some surprises. Japan's I just, I just think you need like a big main event. Like you need something there. You know. You know, maybe Elon and Zuckerberg could fight on the main <laughs> event. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tony's got the money. <laughs> <laughs> Tony could be the guest referee. <laughs> he like the billionaire match. <laughs> I know they've been thinking about it, but have they announced it's going to be on the Max app yet, or or are they still? I think it's still rumor. Still I think rumor. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. I don't think they've announced where you're going to get it in the U.S. Because here's the issue: All Out is like the next weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. what they're what they're thinking is, wow, we can't charge people fifty dollars two weeks in a row. Mm. And, yeah. and and <laughs> and this is the retardedness of putting those shows so close together. Yeah, like, I don't know what like think, 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 think about it. This and in, in this day and age, it in May, end of May, less than a month ago, or a month ago, like today. You had a fifty dollars pay per view, mm-hmm. a week or less than a, you know, a, a three weeks, three and a half weeks later, you no, it was like three weeks later, right? Four weeks, whatever it is, you had a fifty dollars pay per view. Then you're gonna take um two months off and then do two back to back, and then do another one in November, which is two months past that one. Dude, that's a lot of fucking money to ask from people. Yeah, it is, and if. I don't think you could do it. They need they need to give 
U.S. fans access to that, whether it's Fight TV. Well, dude, put in fucking ble- BR uh, app, Bleacher app. There Why you go. not? Yeah. yeah. It makes so they much sense it. doing something on the on the map. Because my only thing is, if you put it, if you put it on like TV, then you gotta have commercials. I don't want to deal with that. Well, we kind of get, get it on a network, man. Say it again. So you kind of get commercials now on the fucking WWE network on the oh, cock. Well, I, I know on the cock, yeah, because they paid a billion dollars for that fucking thing. <laughs> so, but the point being, okay, you know what? Fine. Put it on Bleacher Report and throw a couple commercials in. A couple. Not like TV-type <laughs> commercials. Right. Uh, well, the other thing, too, is it's, it's, in, it's in the U.K., so it's going to be similar to, like, Money in the Bank, which we don't have time to get into uh, for this weekend. Uh, but it's going to probably start at, like, 2 o'clock or something like that. Yeah, 3, they, I think it starts. Oh, Money in the Bank? Yeah. So who you guys got what, just quick, because I'm yeah. passing out on you guys. Who you guys Who you guys got winning? Yeah. In the bank? Yeah. 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 LA Knight. LA Knight. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to – not that I'm saying I don't want LA Knight to win because I pop fucking hard for it. I think yep. that they're going to pull that rug out from under you. It's going to be Logan Paul. You think? Yeah, I w- think they're going to do it? I think oh, they're going to do dude. it. So, Logan Seth for the belt? I, you know what? I think because uh, KSI and Logan are business partners. It's in England. KSI is huge in England. I think uh, he might even help him, and Paul's going to win. Uh-huh. That's my prediction. Okay, not a bad prediction. You know, and I Who you have lighthouse. He will go after. Yeah, I think yeah. The, Seth <laughs> the Seth thing is right. I think I think that you're barking up the right tree there with the Seth Rollins thing. Okay, because I don't think that's totally squashed. Right, you're right. Yeah. Fucking Ellie Knight, man. Ellie Knight, let's go. I love it. I, dude, I, I hope you guys are right. <laughs> I want to be wrong about this one. Although, I do like Logan Paul, and it won't... I, I won't be mad if he wins, but I really do want LA Knight to win. Yep. Alright. White House, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts, fellas. Great chat. Uh, Brendan Door, fantastic. My uh, New Japan homerism came out. It was a great show. Now, on... To money in the bank. Looking forward to it. Really, I think the card's pretty decent. And uh, yeah, excited time. I'm, uh, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation after tomorrow for eight days. All so right. my first day, I don't. I don't. I don't leave. I don't leave till Sunday. So uh, Jigsaw's coming over. We're gonna watch money. We're gonna grill. And watch uh, money in the bank. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one thing. Listen, eight uh, WWE's been up and down. Some shows I really like, other ones I don't. The one thing that's been consistent, though, is the pay-per-views have been good. So um, I think that they're doing a good job at this pay-per-view. Uh, Money in the Banks, it's one of those ones. I, I, I just like that pay-per-view. Hollywood. Uh, Money in the Bank, 4th of July, 3 o'clock. This is what you do. This is what you do. 3 o'clock, Money in the Bank. You do the grill, right? You eat the food. <laughs> Why am I talking like Fauci? I was just asking. I was wondering if you saved that question. <laughs> same fucking question, dude. Dude, he's in your head, bro. I know. Do some grilling. Watch the wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's over at, like, we're talking about 6, 7 o'clock. You go out, shoot yeah. the fireworks, have some beers. Got conclu- con- what was that? a collusion 
Collision. And then and then watch Collision after the fireworks. Perfect. Oh, that's Great right. Night. That's right. Colli- I haven't been able to watch Collision live because I've been working. So, yeah, yeah. you could do that. Yeah. Probably have some sex afterwards. That's my uh, plan. Yeah. <laughs> sex always. <laughs> fireworks at AC's house. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, happy birthday, America. Fourth of July week. Happy I. I'm on vacation next week, but explosions in AC's pants. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm on vacation next week, but I am home Friday morning. So maybe Friday night we could do a uh, Money in the Bank post show if you guys are around. But we'll uh, we might do that if if you don't hear from us next week, it's because I'm on vacation. Either way, (laughs) happy Fourth, everybody. Enjoy. uh, Yes, happy Fourth. God bless America. 1776, we the people, the whole thing. Love you all. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Bill Gates, let me tell you something, you guys. <laughs> Bill Gates is spending the money with the, with the mosquitoes in Florida. Jesus. Watch the malaria. Right, wear the mask, you don't want the malaria. He's probably trying to take out DeSantis. Well, maybe. I'll leave it there. Nighty night, everybody. Fauci, you don't get you don't get to you don't get to celebrate Fourth of July. (laughs) (laughs) We the people, Andy. We the people. Oh boy! All right. Good night. (laughs) Fauci.